It's time for Beaver Football on KBVR, and now here's your play-by-play announcer, Ben Paul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Research Stadium in Cordalis, Oregon. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network in KBVR. Go ahead. Well, in about 15 minutes here, we will be kicking off the 124th edition of the Cascade Clash, the bitter in-state rivalry game between the Oregon State Beavers and the Oregon Ducks. Right now, it is about 37 degrees uh, here in Corvallis. There's an overcast. The sun is not expected to come out. However, it's not expected to rain either, so a bit of a chilly afternoon, but we got good weather for classic fall football. Well, the Beavers will certainly have their hands full today as Oregon comes in this game, ranked number nine, ranked number ninth in the country in the AP poll. They're ranked 15th in the college football playoff poll, which just came out for the first time a week ago. Oregon has a 3-0 record all of those games against Pac-12 opposition. In week one, Oregon took care of Stanford by a final score of 34-14. In week two, the Ducks handled Washington State 43-29 in Pullman. And last week in Eugene, the Ducks had a very close call with UCLA, winning that game by a final score of 38-35. Oregon State, on the other hand, comes into this game with a 1-2 record, fresh off of their first win of the season last Saturday in a hard-fought battle, which was a victory against the Cal Golden Bears. At first glance, people might look at the Beavers' 1-2 record and think that this isn't a team that's very good. However, there's a lot more that you have to consider into this equation. In week one against Washington State, the Beavers cut it to just three points late in the fourth quarter before Washington State ended up winning that game 38-28. In week two at at Washington, this is where Beaver fans get really frustrated. There's a lot of controversy. The Beavers lost 27-21 in a game a lot of people think the Beavers very well could have won if the refs had made the correct call with 11 minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. What happened was... Oregon State halfback Jamar Jefferson clearly picked up a first down inside the five-yard line, clearly picked it up, but for reasons unknown, the refs decided to mark him short in a call that a lot of people say is an embarrassment to the Pac-12 conference and is um, exemplary of, exemplifying of uh, some struggles Pac-12 refs have had over the years. Anyways, after another close loss, after two close losses to start the season, the Beavers bounced back last week uh, with a win over Cal in what was a very gritty seesaw back and forth 31-27 victory over the Golden Bears. So that's where we stand heading into this matchup. And it's no secret that the Beavers will have to bring their A game today if they're going to take down the number 9th ranked Oregon Ducks. Got a full preview coming up next. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR. Did you know that Heartland Humane Society is your local animal shelter located a mile and a half from Oregon State University? If you're missing an animal or looking to adopt, stop by Heartland to see how they can help. If you want to volunteer or foster, it's a wonderful way to get animals in your life. From petting cats to walking dogs or snuggling bunnies, you can make a difference for homeless animals in Benton County today. You can also visit the Heartland Thrift Shop in downtown Corvallis to shop, donate, or volunteer. Check out heartlandhumane.org for more information. 
It's that time of year again, and Christmas Storybook Land in Albany is ready to boost your holiday spirit with our first ever scavenger hunt for our Storybook Land scenes in downtown Albany businesses. The scavenger hunt will take place until December 4th to allow for extra hunting time. If you find all six Storybook Land scenes, you'll be eligible for a prize. Be sure to share a selfie of you and your find in the scavenger hunt post on our Facebook page. Santa himself will announce the winners on December 5th. We thank you for all your tremendous support and look forward to seeing you next year. Do you want to keep up with everything from KBVRFM? On our Twitter, at KBVR underscore FM, you can talk with your favorite DJ, stay up on the latest from our music blog, and let us know what you've been listening to. We care about what you have to say here at your college station. 88.7 FM, KBVR, Corvallis. And welcome back to Research Stadium in Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with KBVR and Orange Media Network. We are just ten and a half minutes away from kicking off this great rivalry matchup, the Cascade Clash between the Oregon Ducks and the Oregon State Beavers. Let's dive into what happened the last time these two teams met. Last time these two teams played was a very competitive game in Eugene. The Beavers uh, likely could have could have won that game had starting quarterback Jake Luton not been injured. Instead, now Beavers starting quarterback Tristan Jebbia made his first ever collegiate start in that game. The Ducks ended up winning that one 24-10. However, the Beavers put together probably the best defensive performance that any team had against the the high-powered Oregon Duck offense last year. The Beavers only allowed two offensive touchdowns all game. They allowed a a kickoff return touchdown in the first quarter. It's not an offensive touchdown. And one of those two offensive touchdowns they allowed came at the very end of the game. So the Beavers were very solid on defense all the way through. And let's take a look at why they were able to do that. Because... Oregon State was able to able to utilize what you might call a very tactical de- defense uh, last year against the Ducks. They did not get a lot of pressure on then-Oregon quarterback Justin Herbert. Rather, the Beavers decided to sit back in coverage, and it seemed to frustrate the Oregon offense. Justin Herbert passed for just 174 yards that game, by far Herbert's worst passing mark of the season last year. And Oregon's feature running back, uh, C.J. Verdell averaged under four yards a carry. That's something the Beavers are definitely going to be trying to replicate this year because obviously with a much better offensive system right now with a starting quarterback, again, the Beavers didn't have Luton. Uh, if the Beavers can hold Oregon to that type of uh, offensive game, the Beavers think they should have a very good shot at this one. On the offensive side of the ball for the Beavers in last year's Cascade Clash, I already mentioned starting quarterback Jake Luton was out with an injury. And so now starting quarterback uh, Tristan Jebbia got his first ever collegiate start. He played pretty well, Jebbia did, for his first start. He went 26 for 40 through the air, passed for 243 yards. Jamar Jefferson in that game carried the ball 20 times for 81 yards, and as a team, the Beavers rushed for 137 yards. Actually, the Beavers last year in the Cascade Clash had more total yards than the Ducks, 385 to 360, which is impressive considering that that was Tristan Jebbia's first ever collegiate start. Now coming into this matchup with the Ducks this year, Jebbia now has three more starts under his belt, and Jebbia overall, he's had some rocky moments so far this season. However, he's also done a lot of really good things for the Beaver offense. You can't rely simply on stats. Last week, Jebbia, he only threw for 147 yards in the victory against Cal, but you have to remember that the Beavers have primarily primarily been a run-first team 
this season with Jamar Jefferson averaging the most yards per game in the Pac-12 and the most total yards in the Pac-12 overall for a running back. Now, a key matchup today, of course, it goes without saying, will be the Oregon defense against the Oregon State offense. Oregon's defense not looking as solid as it was a year ago. Of course, three players that they're expecting to return opted out of this quote COVID short, shortened season in a and have entered their names in the NFL draft, so that is definitely a hit, has definitely been a factor of the Oregon defense this year. They haven't had a bad defense; they just haven't necessarily been good. In Week One, they they were able to handle Stanford, who does not have a very high-powered offense. In Week Two against Washington State, they allowed 29 points, had a very rough defensive first half against the Cougars there in Pullman, for getting it together in the second half and playing a lot better. However, last week at home against UCLA, the Bruins. Oregon really kind of collapsed on defense. They allowed 35 points, and UCLA ran ran for over 200 yards. Oregon's high-powered offense bailed them out of that one. Tyler Shuck, their first-year starting quarterback, with another great performance, really helped them out in that one. But Oregon did not have a good defensive performance against UCLA last week. The Beavers are certainly hoping to be able to take advantage of that uh, Oregon weak run defense from a week ago if – if they can try and win the game on the line, usually Oregon on both sides of the line, very dominant. Didn't see that as much last week, and so that'll be a factor on both sides of the ball. Now going to the matchup that a lot of Beaver fans are probably pretty nervous about, which is the Oregon State defense against Tyler Shuck in the Oregon offense. Of course, Oregon's offense very high-powered, and the Beaver defense has not been good uh, at getting pressure on quarterbacks this year. Of course, last year they weren't able to get any pressure on Justin Herbert. They did sack him twice, but overall throughout the course of the game, they didn't get a whole lot of pressure on him. However, they were able to contain by sitting back in coverage. We'll see if that can work again today. I'm sure Oregon's offensive coordinators will try to plan around that uh, today. The Beavers do have a similar roster with linebacker, inside linebackers Avery Roberts, Omar Spates, and Hamaka Rashid, uh, I believe, was injured for a lot of the Cascade Clash. Uh, a year ago. He will be looking to make a big impact on this one. Of course, Hamaka Rashid led the the country in tackles for loss last year and was third in sacks. So now when we come back in uh, in about a minute 30 with KBVR Football, we'll talk about keys to the game and we will be kicking off next. Oregon Oregon State University is challenging its community to take a step forward in mental health awareness and advocacy through a new training simulation called Cognito, recognizing and supporting students in distress. OSU students, faculty, and staff who take the Cognito training will not only learn how to recognize the warning signs of mental distress, but also how to help others in an empathetic and effective manner. It is essential to create an environment of mental health awareness and a culture of care on our campus. Join others in the OSU community and do your part to fight mental illness. Me encanta cocinar para mis nietos. Y si pudiera también cocinar para los 16 millones de niños que enfrentan el hambre en este país, lo haría. Por suerte, la Red Nacional de Bancos de Alimentos de Feeding America proporciona una comida y una silla a todo niño que lo necesite. Apoye a Feeding America y a su banco de alimentos local visitando feedingamerica.org diagonal en español. Un mensaje de Feeding America y de la Alcanzo. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. 
No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. Welcome back to Reeser Stadium in Corvallis, Oregon. I am your host, Ben Paul, with KBVR and Orange Media Network. You can feel the excitement in the air here as we are just three and a half minutes away from kicking off the 124th edition of the Cascade Clash between the Oregon Ducks and the Oregon State Beavers here at home game at Reeser Stadium for the Beavers today. We'll go through some fi- some final pregame, uh, pregame notes here, starting with Oregon's offensive offensive line which of course Oregon has an entirely new O-line this year after graduating uh, all their all their seniors last year which was definitely one of the best offensive line groups in the entire country may have been the best in the country up there with Alabama and Clemson this year Oregon's line didn't seem to have to have missed much of a beat in the first few games of the season however last week against UCLA they did look a little bit sketchier and Oregon not dominating as they always did that'll be big today if Oregon State's defensive line can pierce through and cause problems for or- for the quarter and get to Tyler Shuck and put pressure on Oregon's offense overall with that we're going to go to some keys to the game that I've thought for this Cascade Clash as we are two minutes and 30 seconds away from kickoff. Captain's going onto the field. I'll keep you updated for the coin toss. Um, first key to the game is that the Beavers have to score early. They cannot fall behind the Oregon Ducks. The Beavers have not been great in first quarters save last game. Was ju- and I'm going to announce the coin toss real quick here. The Beavers won the toss. The Beavers have deferred, which means Oregon is going to get the football. I have to admit, I am a little surprised that Jonathan Smith has chosen to put it in the hands of the Oregon Ducks first, of course. But you think you want to put his offense out there. But in less than two minutes, the Beavers will be kicking off to Oregon. Back to keys to the game. The Beavers have to score early. You cannot fall behind the Oregon Ducks. They are a team. Oregon has trailed in every single game this year. Come back and won every one. Oregon's a team where if you take a lead, you got to have a chance to maintain it. If you fall behind, you are really in trouble against the Oregon Ducks. The Beavers have to score early, cannot fall behind. Second key is that the Beavers have to contain the run. Last year, C.J. Verdell, Oregon's uh, feature halfback, only averaged 3.7 yards a carry last year, which is a great job containing him considering the other games that he had last year, and he's been effective so far this year. Travis Dye is also a running back. Oregon makes great use of. He's averaging eight yards a carry coming into this game. So if the Beavers can contain the run, that'll force Oregon to be a little more one-sided with the passing game and will definitely make things harder for Tyler Shuck. If Oregon has things going with the run and the pass, this could be a difficult afternoon for the Beavers as we are less than a minute from kickoff. Final key to this game is that the Beavers even if they don't score on some drives, they cannot have three and outs. They've struggled with three and outs against Washington State and Washington. Even last week, they had a few three and outs. And you have to you have to make Oregon's defense work, and you have to give your defense time to rest. Even if you don't end up scoring any points on a drive, you can't have drives stall completely and only be on the field for a minute or two at a time. The Beavers cannot have three and outs today if they want to stay with Oregon. That'll be a big factor to look for. We are 20 seconds away from kickoff. Both teams are taking the field go through some quick stats here of what to look for the Beavers leader, or we'll start with the Ducks actually because their offense is going to come out here Tyler Shuck has thrown for 873 yards this year, 57 of 86 through the air, 8 touchdowns, 2 interceptions, C.J. Verdell is Oregon's feature back 
50 carries for 241 yards this year. Travis Dye is averaging 8 yards a carry, 21 carries for 172 yards. Tyler Shuck has carried the ball 31 times for 197 yards as as Caleb Lightborn is getting set to kick off and start the Cascade Clash. This is going to be a lot of fun. 15 minutes on the clock here in the first quarter. Oregon State versus Oregon is about to get underway. Lightborn strides up to the ball. Here we go. The Cascade Clash is underway. Fielded at about the four-yard line, out across the 10, across the 15, across the 20, and hit hard at the 20. He does spin his way forward to the 23-yard line. Was Oregon's return man. I apologize. Do not know who was on the return for Oregon that time. But he is out to the 23-yard line, and that's where Oregon will set up first down and 10 for there from there on the first play from scrimmage of the ball game. Here comes Tyler Shuck and the Oregon Ducks offense. C.J. Verdell is the running back out there. 14.55 to play in the first quarter. Here is your first play from scrimmage in the Cascade Clash. Shuck in the shotgun on first and 10 from the 23. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Shuck hands off to C.J. Verdell. Verdell a huge hole. He's got a first down and more. C.J. Verdell not pushed out of bounds until he reaches the 39-yard line. A saving tackle was made there by Akili Arnold, but a great first play for the Oregon offense, and they're going to get back to the line in a hurry. That is a pickup of about 16 for the Ducks there. Shuck in the shotgun on first and 10. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Shuck fakes. Now he's going to throw a screen pass out to number three. Number three picks up about six yards brought down at the Oregon 47-yard line. The receiver that time for Oregon was Johnny Johnson the third. Give him seven. No, give him eight there. It's going to bring up second and two. So two very good offensive plays to start this game off for the Oregon Ducks. We'll see what the Beaver defense can do to stop them here. Second and two for Oregon from their own 48-yard line. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Verdell is the halfback. Shuck takes the snap. Hands it off to C.J. Verdell. Verdell right side and He's gonna. He's close to the first down. I do think he got it. That was pretty good execution that time by the Beaver defense. A group of linebackers got to Verdell quickly there. That will be enough to move the sticks for Oregon, however. First down and 10 for the Ducks from midfield. 13.48 to play in the ballgame. No score opening drive of the game. First and 10, Oregon from midfield. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Three wide receivers set. Verdell is the halfback. Tyler Shuck. Takes the snap, looks to throw. Shuck fires quickly. That's complete. And run out of bounds after a pickup of about eight yards. Tackle was made that time and on coverage by, I believe that was Nashawn Wright. It was Nashawn Wright taking him out. That is a pickup of eight for Oregon. Johnny Johnson again on the reception for the Ducks. The referees are trying to sort something out here. I don't see any flags on the play. We'll see what they have to say. I'm a little confused right now. After the play, we have an unsportsmanlike conduct on the Oregon offense. Talk about a huge penalty. So that is going to drive Mario Cristobal absolutely livid. Instead of that is on the man who made the catch, Johnny Johnson. It looks like he had a little something to say to Nashawn Wright when he got up. No, it's on number two. The penalty is not on number is on the Ducks. It is on Devin Williams, who was originally committed to Oregon State before flipping to Oregon. Anyways, now instead of second and two, it's second and 17 for Oregon from their own 44-yard line. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Verdell is the halfback on second and 17. 
Shuck takes the snap, hands off to C.J. Verdell. Verdell dancing through the line. Verdell picks up about six yards, but that is going to bring up third down and 11. So decent execution by the Beaver defense that time. A crowd of linebackers. Andre Hughes-Murray was the man who's credited with the tackle. That brings up third down and 11 for Oregon from the 49-yard line. Chainsaws coming out, and the virtual crowd really getting into it here in Corvallis as we have a third down in the Cascade Clash. 12.45 to play in the first quarter, no score. Third and 11 for Oregon. We have a bit of a substitution problem. Now they're going to send C.J. Verdell out, and I think Oregon's going to take a timeout. Oregon has taken a timeout. 12.36 to play in the first quarter. No score between Oregon and Oregon State. It'll be third and 11 for the Ducks when we come back. This is KBVR Football. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. Welcome back to Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul with KBVR and Orange Media Network. It's third down and 11 for the Ducks from their own 48-yard line, 12.36 to play in the first quarter. No score between the Ducks and Beavers. Third and 11 for Oregon from their own 49-yard line, we'll say. Third and 11 for the Ducks. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. They motion a receiver behind him. Shuck takes the snap, looks to throw. Pump fakes, and he fires a screen pass to C.J. Verdell. Verdell has a first down and more inside the Oregon State 40 down to the 36-yard line. That was a play the Beavers looked to have sniffed out. I think that, that might have, Verdell may, may have been Tyler Shuck's second option on that play. Whatever the case, that is a pickup of 15 and a big first down for Oregon there. He had, Burdell had blockers out in front. Great execution by Oregon's offense on that play. First and 10 Oregon from the Oregon State 37-yard line. Shuck takes the snap, looks to throw. Here comes a lot of pressure. Shuck just has to throw this one away, and he did. That was a little bit of a dangerous pass. Oregon State is looking for an intentional intentional grounding. The referees are saying there was a receiver in the general vicinity. I do think that's a good call. So a great pressure great pressure brought that time from the Beaver defense, forcing Shuck to throw it away. And this is going to bring up second down and 10. I believe that was Isaac Hodgins, little brother of Isaiah Hodgins, bringing the heat from up the middle that time on Tyler Shuck. Second and 10 for the Ducks from the Beaver 37-yard line. Four wide receivers set. Tyler Shuck motions the receiver. Shuck hands off to that receiver. No, he's going to keep it. No, he, he did hand it off, and he... Breaks a tackle down the sideline, and he is going to go. Touchdown, Oregon. A broken tackle from the Ducks right there. It seemed that the Beavers had him wrapped up on the sideline, but instead, this is a touchdown for Oregon. We do have some confusion. I'm not sure what's going on right now. Oregon's celebrated at the start, and it looks like this is a touchdown. I'm not sure if he... The Beavers are trying to say that he might have been down. We'll take a look. And it, it's going to be close. I do think that the man who had the ball for Oregon, which was Jalen Red, it looked like he stayed up, and this is a touchdown for the Ducks. The Beavers thought they had him wrapped up near the line of scrimmage, gave up on the play. That is a poor job from the Oregon State defense there, and Oregon takes a 6-0 lead with 11.52 to play here in the first quarter. So not a great job from the Beaver defense that time, not going to the ground 
Here is the extra point from Camden Lewis, and the kick is up, and it is good. So 7-0 Oregon with 11.52 to play in the first quarter. Beaver defense misses an opportunity there. If they would have brought him down, it would have been third down and 10. Instead, they miss a tackle, so the Beavers not playing to the whistle. It's 7-0 Oregon. You're listening to KBVR Football. We'll be back in a minute. If doctors told us that we'd made a breakthrough on COVID-19, we would rejoice. We'd feel hope that we could live our lives again, get back to work, back to doing what we want. While masks are a ticket to that freedom, we can help protect others and save lives by covering our noses and mouths, which is how the virus mainly spreads. Until there's a vaccine, grab the breakthrough that's already here. When we're out, it's masks on. A message to help keep you safe. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. And welcome back to Research Stadium in Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. There's 11.52 to play in the first quarter. The Oregon Ducks lead the Oregon State Beavers 7 to nothing on what was a chaotic last drive. Oregon gave it on a sweep to wide receiver Jalen Red, and the Beavers were pretty confident they had him wrapped up and brought down. It seemed like they'd given up on the play, which was not a smart idea because Red instead broke the tackle clearly stayed on his feet and sprinted to the end zone for a 32-yard Oregon touchdown. And that's where we stand right now. And It would have been third down and 10 for Oregon from their own 32-yard line had the Beavers played that one to the whistle. They had him pinned down near the sideline, and it, it seemed to me like they just gave up on the play, and that really cost them there because it is 7-0 Oregon with 11.52 to play in the first quarter. So Tyler Shuck looked solid on that drive. The Beavers did force Oregon into a third and 11 after a penalty from from Devin Williams, an Oregon wide receiver, brought up third down and 11, but they dumped it off to C.J. Verdell on a screen pass. Verdell picked up 15 to keep the drive alive. Then the Beavers brought pressure, forcing Tyler Shuck to throw it away, bringing up second and 10. On that second and 10 play, that's when they the Ducks gave it on a sweep to Jalen Red, wide receiver. What No one was sure at first whether or not Shuck had the ball or Jalen Red had it, but the Beavers did, they did pursue Jalen Red pretty well. And again, sh- should have made the tackle. I can't stress it enough. They should have made the tackle at about the 32-yard line. Somehow, he was able to break free and ran 32 yards into the end zone for an Oregon touchdown. So a bad start for the Oregon State defense here. We're yet to see the Beaver offense, but Camden Lewis is set to kick off for the Ducks from Oregon's 35-yard line. 7-0 Ducks lead the Beavers with 11.52 to play in the first quarter. A lot of overcast here on this chilly afternoon in Corvallis. Camden Lewis strides up to the ball, gives it a boot. It's a short kickoff, and Flemings takes it pinned down towards sideline. That could be disastrous, but Flemings does manage to get to the 22-yard line. There's a flag down. This is likely going to be a hold on Oregon State. That was actually Jamar Jefferson returning the kickoff there. So Oregon trying to keep it out of the hands of Champ Flemings. 
and this is a holding on the Beavers, so not good starting field position for Oregon State. We'll see where they mark the ball, but the Beavers are going to be starting at their own nine-yard line, so not ideal for Oregon State right there. Jefferson probably should have let that one bounce out of bounds. He was in a tough situation because he wasn't sure if it was going to go out of bounds or not, so really just a perfect kick from Oregon, and that has really put the Beavers in a bad situation here. First and ten Beavers from their own nine-yard line instead of from the 25. Jebbia motions a man in the eye formation. Tristan Jebbia. Jamar Jefferson's the halfback. Jebbia hands it off on a sweep and around, and that's a good gain for the Beavers out near the 20-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of nine yards. That's Trevon Bradford on and end around, so a good first offensive play for the Beavers. It's going to bring up second down and one. I was like, we haven't seen a lot of motion sweeps from the Beavers this year. I had a feeling Jonathan Smith might go to the open up the playbook a little bit for this Cascade Clash, and that's a good start. Second down and one for the Beavers from their own 18-yard line after the bad kickoff return. Second and one, Jebbia takes the snap, hands it off to Jermar Jefferson. Jefferson cuts back as a first down and more. Jefferson down the sideline, 35, 40, 45, midfield. Jefferson has a chance to go, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Beavers! Jermar Jefferson, a huge run from the 18. An 82-yard rush from Jefferson, and the Beavers are an extra point away from tying the game. Jefferson did the same thing last week against Cal. The first handoff that he took, he took at 75 yards to the house. And this time, it's an 82-yard touchdown rush in his first carry of the Cascade Clash. 10.59 to play in the first quarter, and the Beavers have tied the game. Jamar Jefferson destroying the Oregon defense on that one. And now Everett Hayes is on for the extra point. 10.59 to play in the first quarter. Here's the snap. The extra point is up. The extra point is good. We are tied here in Corvallis. Both teams score on their opening drives. Seven all between the Ducks and Beavers. 10.59 to play in the first in the first quarter. We will be back in a minute with more KBVR football. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Vaping might be safer than smoking, but that doesn't make it safe. Vaping can weaken your immune system, damage blood vessels, and make you significantly more likely to start smoking cigarettes. Like Juul, most e-cigs and vaping products contain nicotine, in some cases as much as 20 cigarettes worth. And it will be decades before we have good, solid research on the effects these products have on our long-term health. OSU offers free services and appointments for students who want help quitting, located at Student Health Services in Plagman Hall. For more information, call 541-737-9355. And the ball is booted away. We're back in action here. This is going to be received at the goal line by Oregon's kickoff returner across the 10, looking to reverse field, and he's chopped down. He tries to get back to his feet. He's brought down shy of the 15-yard line. Great kickoff coverage from the Beavers that time. Oregon will start from their own 14. I think there's a flag on the field, so this will likely back Oregon up even more. The refs are going to come talk about this one. This is in the vicinity of a holding on the return team. 
We'll take a look at the flag. Here's the call. Holding on the Ducks. That will back them up even further. So the Beavers on their last drive had to start from their own nine-yard line. Did a sweep to Trevon Bradford for nine yards. And then Jamar Jefferson, an electric run showing his speed. 82 yards to the house. 7-7 between the Ducks and Beavers. 10-52 to play in the first quarter. Oregon has the ball first and 10 from their own seven-yard line after the penalty. First and 10, Ducks from their own seven. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck takes the snap, and he's going to flick this one out to a wide receiver who's got uh, some room to run. That's a first down for Oregon, a pickup of 10 on the play. That was Jalen Red, the guy who just scored a touchdown for Oregon on an end around on their opening possession. So Oregon's offense having their way with the Beaver defense so far. It's first and 10 for the Ducks from their own 19-yard line. Tyler Shuck again in the shotgun. You're not going to see him out of the eye formation a whole lot. Shuck motions the receiver. Shuck keeps it. Now he flips it to a wide receiver who's got some running room, and that is Jalen Red again. Red brought down at the 29, at the 28-yard line. That's a pickup of nine yards. Keaton Oladapo made the stop for Oregon State. Oregon picking up yardage in big chunks here on their first two drives. 7-7 between the Ducks and Beavers. 10-10 to play in the first quarter. Second and one for the Ducks from their own, from their own 28-yard line. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun here on second and a yard. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun, takes the snap, hands it off to Travis Die. Die breaks a tackle. Travis Die across the 35, brought down at around the 36-yard line by a couple of Beaver linebackers. That is a gain of about eight for Travis Die. And that will move the sticks for Oregon. 7-7 between the Ducks and Beavers. 9.45 to play in the first quarter. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Here comes heavy pressure. Shuck has to get it away, and it is complete. Making a move is Devin Williams. Williams inside midfield. We have a flag down. I'm not sure what this is for. This could potentially be a late hit on Oregon State. Devin Williams down to the 44-yard line. The refs are going to come together here. I, I did not see what it was. I'm not sure if Williams was out of bounds when he was shoved by an Oregon State defender. Here's the call. And this is a sideline warning for the Oregon Ducks, so no yards will be tacked on for either team this time. This is Oregon's one and only sideline warning of the game. Each team gets one warning. So a great move by Devin Williams after making a catch and getting a lot of yards after the catch. And Oregon's offense looks to be marching again on the Beaver defense. First and ten for the Ducks from the Beaver 44-yard line. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Die is the halfback, Travis Die. Shuck takes the snap. Here's a run option. Shuck's going to try to keep it. He runs into a wall. He runs into the back of his own defender, actually, and he's brought down by Omar Spates at the line of scrimmage. That is going to be no gain on the play. Great job by Spates there. It did seem like Shuck might have had a seam if he could have gotten past his offensive lineman. So a little run-pass option for the Ducks there, and... Couldn't get past Omar Spates, who did make a great reach to grab Shuck in the right place to bring him down. Second and 10 for Oregon from the Beaver 44-yard line. Travis Dye, I believe, is the halfback. Beaver's showing some pressure here. Shuck in the shotgun. The Beavers come with pressure. Here's Jaden Grant making pressure. The Ducks have a man wide open. First down, more inside the 30, inside the 25. Brought down inside the 20 at the Beaver 18-yard line. That is number 33 for Oregon. 
Cyrus Habibi Likio. One of Oregon's many running backs they utilized. The Beavers brought pressure that time. It did not work, leaving Habibi Likio wide open on the left side of the field. Beavers making some defensive substitutions. 7-7 between the Ducks and Beavers with 8.20 to play here in the first quarter. First down and 10 for the Ducks from the Beavers' 16-yard line. They motion Cyrus Habibi Likio. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Now Shuck is going to look to the sideline. He's only got five on the play clock. He realizes that. Shuck trying to hurry up. Four to snap, three to snap. Shuck gets it off, looks to throw, fires, and that is high, but it's complete. And that is to the far side of the field, gain of seven on the play. That is Chris Hudson, one of Oregon's backup wide receivers. That's a gain of, let's give him, let's give him eight yards. It's going to be second and two from the Beaver 13-yard line. So Oregon marching here again in the first quarter. Tyler Shuck is in the shotgun. Cyrus Habibi Likio remains in the game at halfback. Beavers jump, but they do get back on sides. That messed up Shuck's timing a little bit. He's going to look to the sideline. He's got 10 to snap. Second and two for Oregon from the Oregon State 13-yard line. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck turns and hands it off to Habibi Likio. Cyrus Habibi Likio picks up the first down, and he runs into a wall at the four-yard line, but that is a good gain for Habibi Likio. He picked up six on the rush. That's going to bring up first down and goal for Oregon from the Beavers' three-yard line. The Beavers did make two stops in goal-to-go situations against the Golden Bears last, last Saturday, both of those ending in interceptions. This is, of course, a much different offense, a much better Oregon offense. First and goal, Ducks from the Beaver three. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. He motions a wide receiver. Tyler Shuck takes the snap, and he hands it off to Cyrus Habibi Likio. Habibi Likio picks up two yards. He gets down to the Beaver one-yard line. Brought down by, I believe, Evan Bennett, a defensive lineman on the tackle there. No, that was James Rawls, pardon me. 6.40 to play in the first quarter. 7-7 between the Ducks and Beavers. Ducks knocking on the door. Beavers are going to make a substitution here. James Rawls is coming off, a defensive lineman for the Beavers. Second down and one, second down and goal for the Ducks from Oregon State's one. Oregon looking to punch it in right here. 6.20 to play in the first quarter, 7-7 ball game. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck takes the snap, hands it off to Habibi Leakett. No, he's going to keep it. He flips it to Jalen Red, who gets absolutely nailed by, I believe that was... Jaden Grant, yes, Jaden Grant, the nickel safety, making a huge hit on Jalen Red, who caught that at the one, and that's going to serve for a one-yard loss, actually. He caught it at the two. Third and goal for the Ducks from the Beaver two-yard line. Tyler Shuck is in the shotgun. Habibi Likio's the halfback. The Beavers jump. This is a free play for Oregon. That's going to blow it dead. And so this will be offsides on the Beavers. It's not going to be an automatic first down. This will give Oregon half the distance to the goal. They were, I think they had marked them at the one-yard line previously, so they're going to mark off half. So they're going to give it to the Oregon at the Oregon State half-yard line. And this is, of course, what you'd imagine to be four-down territory for the Ducks. Third down and goal for Oregon from the Beaver half-yard line. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun, as per usual. Habibi Likio is the running back. Tyler Shuck motions a tight end. Shuck takes the snap, hands it off to Habibi Likio. Habibi, no, Shuck kept it himself. What a fake, and he strolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Oregon. Tyler Shuck really sold that fake. 
I thought that Cyrus Habibi Likio, the halfback, had it. Great fake by Tyler Shuck there and makes a move into the end zone. He's really athletic. Oregon retakes the lead with 5.21 to play in the first quarter. On for the extra point is Camden Lewis for the Ducks. 13-7 Oregon leads with 5.21 to play in the first quarter and the extra point coming right now. Tyler Shuck with a one-yard rush. The extra point is up and looks good from here. It is good. Oregon leads it 14-7 with 5.21 to play in the first quarter here at Research Stadium in Corvallis. A, a long drive from Oregon that started at their own seven, ends in a touchdown, capped off with a one-yard rush from Oregon quarterback Tyler Shuck. Oregon leads 14-7 with 5.21 to play in the first quarter. We'll be right back. You are listening to KBVR Football. Hey, what's up? This is Sam. Aiden. Justin. And Luke from Spiller. And you're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Radio. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Accuracy, relevancy, respect. These are the characteristics the Daily Barometer strives to achieve in its coverage every day. Since 1896, the student-run newspaper on campus has been utilizing the skills of Oregon State University students to start conversations which are open to all voices. The Barrel aims to create reciprocal relationships with communities on campus, seeking to make real change. To get involved with the Barrel, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click the Get Involved tab. Well, we have 5.21 to play in the first quarter here in the Cascade Clash. Oregon leads Oregon State 14-7, 5.21 to play in the first quarter. One of the keys to the game that I said from the Beavers was to score early, and they certainly did that on their second play from scrimmage. Jamar Jefferson took a handoff 82 yards to the house for a, a touchdown. However, the Beaver defense has not been on their game so far. Oregon's been having their way easily. They, the Beavers have forced a couple of third downs. Oregon's com- converted on. They've had Oregon's had thir- three third downs. They've converted on every one today. So so far, the Beaver offense, of course, has has, has looked good with only two plays and an 82-yard touchdown. Their offense about to take the field. Of course, Oregon's offense has been having their way. Tyler Shuck. Fake the handoff to Cyrus Habibi Likio. A lot of people, including myself, thought Habibi Likio had the ball. Beavers haven't played a team that's that crisp at handoffs and options this year. Tyler Shuck works it beautifully, and the Beavers have their hands full right now on defense. Oregon's set to kick off back to the Beavers. Ducks lead 14-7 with 5.21 to play in the first quarter. Champ Flemings is back deep to receive this kick. Last kickoff was a disaster for the Beavers. Jamar Jefferson had to field it in his own five. Camden Lewis will kick this one away for the Ducks. 5.21 to play in the first quarter. Ducks leading 14-7. The kick is away. It's another very short kick. Flemings will take it this time at his own seven. Flemings across the 15, tries the right side of the field. 20, brought down at the 27-yard line. So a solid return. We got a little bit of jawing after the play. 
Uh, and I, I'm not sure if I heard there was a flag. No, he said Fleming's on the return. Never mind. No flag on the play. Beavers will start first and 10 from their own 26-yard line. So the last drive for Oregon started at their own seven, and they got in the end zone on a long drive. Tyler Shuck finishing that one off. We'll see what the Beaver offense can do. Their second timeout took them just two plays to go 82 yards, or more than 82 yards, actually, 91 yards for a touchdown. 5-14 to play in the first quarter, first and 10 Beavers from their own 16. Tristan Jebia in the eye formation. Jebia motions a wide receiver. That's Tyjon Lindsay. I think there is some movement, but they're not going to call it. Jebby is going to look to run, and now we have a flag for a hold on the Beavers. I thought that Jordan Scott jumped early for the Ducks. They're not going to call it, and this is going to be a bad penalty for Oregon State, a holding. It looked to me like it was a pretty clear offsides that I think the refs missed there. It looks like Jordan Scott from the Ducks jumped pretty clearly before the snap unless he timed it that perfectly. And the Ducks get a big break here. The Beavers do, do, not get, do not get the call going their way that time. What well, I think it should have been an offsides. But instead, it'll be first and 20 for the Beavers from their own 16-yard line after the holding penalty. Jebbia in the eye formation. Jamar Jefferson's the halfback. Jebbia barking some signals to his offensive line. Jebbia takes the snap, hands it off to Jefferson. Jefferson has another bit of a hole he picks up six yards to get six of those 10 penalty yards back but a good ex good execution from the Oregon defense that time setting up second down and 14 so three plays three handoffs to the Beavers all of them have gone for positive yards all of them gone for at least six yards but now it's second and 14 and we're going to see Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun for the first time today second and 14 for the Beavers from their own 16 yard line 420 to play in the first quarter Jebbia in the shotgun formation. Jebbia takes the snap and looks to throw. Jebbia fires short over the middle. He's looking for his halfback, Jefferson, and that is great defense from Oregon. Incomplete. It would have been a gain of about four on the play, and so that's going to bring up third down and 14 for the Beavers from their own 16-yard line. So it looks like a penalty might be killing the drive for the Beavers here after a missed offsides call. Forced a hold from an Oregon State offensive lineman. 4-12 to play in the first quarter. The Ducks lead the Beavers 14-7. And the Beavers have third and 14 from their own 21-yard line. Tristan Jebbia is in the shotgun. Three wide receivers set. Jefferson's the halfback. Jebbia takes the snap, drops back to throw. Jebbia is looking. He's in a lot of trouble. Fires short to Tegan Quatoriano. Quatoriano makes one man miss. Tries to go down the sideline, and he picks up about seven. But this will bring up a fourth down situation for the Oregon State Beavers. So the Beavers go three and out on this drive after the holding penalty, and here comes the punt team for Oregon State. Travis Dye, one of Oregon's featured halfbacks, is back to return. He's standing at his own 25-yard line. Caleb Lightborn is on to punt for the Beavers. Fourth down and 10 for the Beavers. Lightborn gets the punt away. This is a high one towards the sideline, and this one... We'll see where they mark it. It doesn't look like it looked like it came off the side of Lightborn's foot, and this was not a good punt. I'll see where they're going to mark it. It looks like they are going to mark this at the Oregon State 39-yard line. So that is an awful punt from the Beavers that time. It's going to be effective for about 13 yards on the punt. 
So a shank from Caleb Lightborn will give Oregon excellent starting field position for their offense that has already not had any trouble moving the ball and scoring on the Beaver defense. So to provide an overview, if you're just joining us, the Ducks lead the Beavers 14-7 with 3.30 to play here in the first quarter, so still early in the game. The Beavers just went three and out after a holding penalty. It seems possible that the refs missed an offsides on Oregon defensive lineman Jordan Scott. And after the missed, the potential missed penalty, that played a big role, and Oregon State was forced into first down and 20, basically screwing up their entire offensive possession. And so the Beavers had to punt the ball from their own 29-yard line, but the punt was horribly shanked by Caleb Lightborn. Honestly, probably the worst punt that I've seen in college football this year. It only went 13 yards, and so a, a really bad punt sets Oregon up with great field position, looking to extend their lead. One thing I was saying in the keys to the game before this game is the Beavers have to score early, which they did on their opening possession, but you, I also said you can't get behind the Oregon Ducks because they're a nightmare to try and catch up to when they're the team that's going to likely to put up a lot of points. And the Beavers right now do trail the Ducks 14-7 to with 3.30 in the first quarter, and after that last drive, Oregon's going to have an opportunity to extend their lead. So far, Tyler Shuck has looked good for Oregon and does look like we're in break here. We will be back in a minute with KBVR Football. A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Vaping might be safer than smoking, but that doesn't mean it's totally safe. Did you know the long-term effects of vaping have not yet been fully documented? Products from companies like Juul contain addictive nicotine and haven't been reviewed or tested by the FDA. OSU students who want to join the Great American Smokeout and quit all nicotine products can get help here on campus for free. The folks at Student Health Services have the knowledge and the products to help students quit safely. For more information, call 541-737-9355. Welcome back to Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with KBVR and Orange Media Network. Ducks lead the Beavers 14-7, 3.30 to play in the first quarter. And the Ducks have excellent starting field position after the shanked punt. First and 10 for the Ducks from the Beaver 39-yard line. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun for Oregon. Verdell is the halfback. Shuck is going to call a bit of an audible to his offensive lineman. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun still. Shuck takes the snap, drops back to throw. Here comes pressure from the outside. Shuck looking deep, has a man in the end zone just out of the reach of Devin Williams. It wasn't a bad throw from Tyler Shuck. Just about a foot off the fingertip off of the fingertips of Devin Williams, and that will bring up second down and 10. So Oregon taking a shot right out of the timeout. It's going to bring up second and 10 for the Ducks from the Beaver 39-yard line. So after a shanked punt from Caleb Lightborn, his first bad punt of the year, Ducks have great starting field position. It's second and 10 for the Ducks from the Beaver 39. Verdell is the halfback on second and 10. Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck takes the snap, looks to throw. Play is blown up. Shuck doesn't know where to go. He checks down, but it's dropped by, I'm not sure who that was. It was not C.J. Verdell. He was looking for Verdell at first. 
He was looking for Verdell at first. The Beavers sniffed that one out, so great execution by the Beaver defense. It does look like the Ducks could have gotten a few yards on that had the ball been caught, but that's irrelevant now. It's third down and 10 for the Ducks. Another third down. Oregon's three for three on third down today. Or, excuse me, they're two for two on third down today. One of them an 11-yard pickup. This is third down and 10 for Oregon from Oregon State's 39. The Beavers having some trouble substituting. Garcia is about to come on. He's going to stay off. The Beavers are showing a lot of pressure here. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun takes the snap. Shuck looks to throw. Shuck in trouble, and he's sacked back at midfield. On Jay Hughes-Murray, the senior who was injured all of last year with a torn ACL, makes a big play for the Beaver defense there. Boy, did they need that. It looked like Shuck was going to escape. I'm not sure if he slipped or he was just dragged down by Andre Hughes-Murray. Whatever the case, it's 4th and 20 for Oregon after the sack by Andre Hughes-Murray. First sack of the day day for either team. Oregon's going to have to punt from the Beaver 49-yard line. Trevon Bradford standing at his own 9 to return. And the snap is good. The punt is high. This is a good punt. Bradford is going to let the, try to let this one go. Oregon downs this one inside the one-yard line. So a beautiful punt from Tom Snee from Oregon, from Melbourne, Australia. That is a magical punt that's going to make the Beavers start this drive from their own one-yard line. So even though Oregon goes three and out, they were able to make use of the excellent field position by pinning the Beavers back at their own one. It just goes to show, even if your defense forces a three and out, bad field position will still hurt you. This is certainly going to hurt the Beaver offense here. They're at their own two-yard line. going to be hard to pass out of this. Ducks lead 14-7 with 2.25 to play in the first quarter. Beavers stuck at their own two. They've got first and ten. Jebbia in the I formation. Jefferson's the halfback. They hand it off to Jefferson. Jefferson finds a hole. First down and more. 10, 15, 25, 20. Jefferson going to the sideline. Jamar Jefferson finally brought down at the Beaver 36. Boy, did the Beavers need that to get out of their own two-yard line. Pickup of 34 from Jefferson. Another huge run from the man who now leads the country in yards per carry. That's Jermar Jefferson on Oregon State. He's been phenomenal so far today. So the Beavers, it looks like he might go there for a minute. He was tracked down by Verone McKinley, who's got great speed. First and 10 for the Beavers from their own 36-yard line. 150 to play in the first quarter. Tristan Jebbia motions Colby Taylor inside. Jefferson still the halfback. They fake to Jefferson. Here's a bootleg from Jebbia. Jebbia is looking. This is a dangerous throw. <laughs> Almost intercepted. Not a good decision that time from Tristan Jebbia. Beavers very fortunate that ball fell harmlessly to the turf. It was very similar to Cal, a Cal play last week. He ruled out on a bootleg, and the play simply was not there. And Jebbia, instead of throwing it away, tried to force it. Beavers catch a huge break there. Second and ten for Oregon State now from their own 36-yard line. Bad decision from Jebbia there. Jebbia takes the snap, hands off to Jefferson up the middle, and the Ducks were not buying it that time. No gain on the play from Jamar. Oregon all over that run from the Beavers that time, and now B.J. Baylor is going to enter the game at running back. Third and ten for the Beavers coming up. Going back to that play a minute ago, Jebbia (laughs) just really tried to force it into what seemed like double or triple coverage trying to hit Trevon Bradford did not work and it was incomplete fortunately for the Beavers 
Third and 10 for Oregon State from their own 36-yard line. Jebbia in the shotgun. Baylor's the halfback. Jebbia takes the snap and looks to throw. Jebbia hit as he throws. He's got a man wide open. It's complete inside the Oregon 35-yard line. That is Colby Taylor. A flag comes in late, I think. I, I think this is a late flag because they have spotted the ball. And now another referee from the sideline is going to come and talk about this. I, I think this is after the play, but I cannot be sure. We'll check the flag. If it stands, that's a huge gain for the Beavers on third and ten from Jebbia to Colby Taylor. We'll check the flag. Ref's still talking this one out, and here's the call. This is a targeting on the Oregon Ducks, and this will give the Beavers 15 more yards, so a, a big play gets even bigger. I'm not sure who's ejected for Oregon. This is going to be reviewed because every single targeting is reviewed to see if it's an actual penalty, and if so, the player is ejected. I can't tell from the Jumbotron, don't have a good enough view from here, who it would be on Oregon who's disqualified. We will get a confirmation if if this is in fact targeting the refs will announce his number we're not going to go to break here i want to see this this does look like targeting looks like from the jumbotron so on third down and 10 tristan jebbia threw a strike over the middle to a wide open colby taylor taylor made the catch at around the oregon 35 yard line and was hit hard at the oregon 34 and I don't have a great view. It does look like this is, in fact, targeting. And they will announce they will announce the Oregon defensive player. It's a defensive back. I think that it's one of their safeties, Oregon starting safeties. Looking on the depth chart here, Oregon starting safeties are number 32, uh, Daniel Scott, and number three, Elijah Hicks. Excuse me, that is the wrong depth chart. That is the depth chart from the Cal game a week ago. So, bit of a mistake there. The two senior, <laughs> the two safeties for Oregon are number six, Nick Pickett. That sounds more like it. And number zero, Diamador Lenore. Two huge parts of this Beaver defense. I was going to say those names that I just read did not sound familiar, but Nick Pickett and Diamador Lenore certainly do. They're still reviewing this. You know, now that I think about it, this could be targeting on the hit on the quarterback as well. I'm not entirely sure who this is targeting on. I think this is targeting on the Oregon defensive back who brought down Colby Taylor. They're taking an awful long time to look at this. An awful long time to look at this, but that Oregon State had third and 10 from their own 36 yard line. So that's a huge gain on third and 10. Jebbia was drilled as he threw it, but still made a good throw to Colby Taylor. And here is the call from the refs. Let's, let me listen in. There is no targeting, so that will not be an extra 15 for the Beavers, and there are no ejections. So Oregon does catch a break there with no ejections. However, that is still a huge play for the Beaver offense. Big pickup of about 35 yards on that play. And that brings up first down and 10 for the Beavers from the Oregon 34-yard line. Beavers looking to tie the game up on this possession. 14-7, the Ducks lead the Beavers with 54 seconds to play in the first quarter. First and 10 Beavers from the Oregon 34. They motion a wide receiver. They hand it off up the middle. 
Jefferson finds a seam. Jefferson with a pretty good run on first down. He's brought down at the Oregon 29-yard line. Give him five yards on the carry. So that's going to bring up second down and five for the Beavers. 30 seconds and clock running to play in the first quarter. Beavers getting to the line quickly. Second and five for the Beavers from the Duck 39, from the Duck 29-yard line. Jebbia in the I formation. Jebbia pitches to Jamar Jefferson. Jefferson tried to find some, cuts it up field, has a first down and more. Jeff Jefferson is hit and brought down at the Oregon 22-yard line by, by Diamandor Lenore, who, who made the stop. But that is a first down for the Beavers, a pickup of about nine yards on second and five, and that is going to take us to the end of the first quarter. We got a good game going here in the Cascade Clash. Ducks lead 14-7 at the end of the first quarter. The Beavers on the move. We will be right back with KBVR football. Two-minute break. América, tus hijos tienen un superpoder. Ellos pueden salvar muchas vidas al no salir a jugar. Con solo quedarse en casa y juntarse con sus amigos por internet o videochats, ayudan contra la propagación de peligrosos gérmenes. Y si salen, asegúrate de que usen sus superpoderes para distanciarse seis pies de los demás y así proteger a todos los habitantes del planeta. Infórmate más en coronavirus.gov. Este es un mensaje de los CDC y el Ad Council. Hey, you're tuned in to KBVR-FM, Oregon State's student-run, student-operated radio station. The number one place for people with a passion for music to come, get together, and share that passion with the world. Whoa, the whole world. The whole world. Yeah, hopefully they're listening to something else. Should I cancel my audition for American Idol? You might want to think about it. And welcome back, everybody, to Corvallis, Oregon. I am Ben Paul with Orange Media Network and KBVR. So we have a good one in the Cascade Clash between the Oregon State Beavers and the Oregon Ducks. Uh, we're about to start the second quarter in a minute here after this break. The Ducks lead the Beavers 14-7 to after the first quarter. Um, however, the Beavers are on the move. They're going to have first down and 10 from Oregon's 27-yard line after a an eight-yard rush off of, a, off of a pitch to Jamar Jefferson. Let's go through, through some scores from around the league today. Stanford has defeated Cal 24-23. to I'd be curious to know if that was off of a missed extra point or if Cal decided to go for two because Cal was down Cal was down 24-17. to to The final score, Stanford beats Cal 24-23. to I'm going to take a look and see what happened in that game. We'll be back to the action this game in a minute. So Stanford versus Cal. The PAT was blocked. Dario Longketto's PAT was blocked with under a minute to play in the game. And Stanford defeated Cal 24-23 in the game. So Cal falls to 0-3 in the year. A heartbreaking loss for them. Stanford improves to one and two. Some other scores from around the league before we get back to the action here. Of course, it's Friday, so a lot of games to come tomorrow. Most games coming tomorrow. Iowa State beat Texas twenty. Number thirteen, Iowa State beat number one at number seventeen, Texas twenty-three to twenty. Texas tried a game-tying field goal with a fifty-seven-yard game-tying field goal as time expired, and it just missed by about a foot 
from Cameron Dicker, Texas's kicker. So a really tough loss there for Texas. Iowa State, however, is in great position to go to the Big 12 championship as Oregon State's offense retakes the field. Also, Iowa beat Nebraska 26-20 to earlier today. Nebraska falls to one and uh, I believe one and four on the year. So first down and 10 for the Beavers from the Oregon 22-yard line. I thought the Beavers were at the 27. No, they were at the 27 last time. First and 10 Beavers from the Oregon 22-yard line. Jebbia in the I formation. Jebbia fakes the handoff, gives it on an end around. Lindsay's got room. Lindsay has a first down and more. Lindsay is brought down. Actually, I was looking at the wrong marker. He's actually a little short of the first down. Tyjon Lindsay picks up. Now, I apologize. I was distracted where the, the line is the line of scrimmage was compared to the first down marker. That's a pickup of nine for Tyjon Lindsay. And if you're just joining us, the Ducks lead the Beavers 14-7 to with 14.40 to play here in the first quarter. Beavers on the move. First down and ten, no, second down and one for the Beavers from the Oregon 13. Jefferson's the halfback on second and one. They turn and hand it off to Jefferson. Jefferson swallowed up. Big loss on the play. Oregon's defense all over that play. And that is a loss of three yards. Boy, did Oregon's defense ever anticipate that one. Jefferson buried behind the line of scrimmage. Never had a chance there. It does seem the Beaver offense became a bit predictable on that one. Ducks ready for that run to the right side of the offensive line. They're starting to figure out the Beaver running game. 14 minutes to play in the second quarter. Ducks lead 14-7. Third and four for the Beavs. From the Oregon 16-yard line. Beavers still have a chance to pick up a first down. Empty backfield on third and four. Ducks bring in some pressure, it looks like. Jebbia empty backfield. Takes the snap out of the shotgun. Fires. Incomplete. Batted away by Verone McKinley, the sophomore safety for Oregon. Excellent defensive play from McKinley that time, and that is going to force a field goal. It was a good route run by Zariah Beeson. But a great defensive play from one of, from uh, a returning starter for the Ducks. And Everett Hayes is now on to attempt a 34-yard field goal. He's one for two on the year. He made his only field goal last week against Cal. It was a 37-yard. This is a 34-yarder. Snaps down. Kick is up. And it looks good from here. It is good. Everett Hayes puts it through for the Beavs. And even though the Beaver drive stalls, they do put some more points on the board so with 13:38 to play in the second quarter at Reeser Stadium the 124th edition of the Cascade Clash the Oregon Ducks lead the Oregon State Beavers 14 to 10 a good competition here so far 13:38 to play in the second quarter Ducks leading 14 to 10 we will be back you are listening to KBVR football Estás sintonizando a KBVR Cavals 88.7 FM. Si tienes alguna sugerencia, quieres saludar o simplemente quieres hablar un ratico, llámame a 541-737-3737. Lo voy a decir otra vez, 541-737-3737. Sigue sintonizando para la mejor música, con los mejores DJs, con lo mejor de la programación. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk brought to you by Damn Chic Magazine. Talk to me about this, Taylor. Well, first we have Sharon straight into class in some gray classic sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, we cannot forget that coffee in hand. I love the look. Is that Aaron? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Aaron, and look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn Chic has a place for you. 
And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media handle at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. Welcome back to Research Stadium. We missed the kickoff. The Beavers kick a touchback, so Oregon does not have a chance to return it. If you're just joining us, the Ducks lead the Beavers 14-10 with 13-38 to play in the first quarter. And Oregon's offense is going to start first and 10 from their own 25-yard line. The Beaver defense did stand tall on the last Oregon possession, getting a sack. Andre Hughes-Murray sacked Oregon quarterback Tyler Shuck to force a punt, and the Beavers get a field goal out of that last possession. First and 10 Oregon. From their own 25-yard line, Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. C.J. Verdell is the running back. Three wide receivers set. Shuck takes the snap, hands it off to C.J. Verdell, who's buried in the backfield. Great execution by the Beaver defense that time. Anjay Hughes-Murray again getting in the backfield on back-to-back plays. He has a sack and a tackle for loss. Hamaka Rashid also and Omar Spates also in those. The Beavers all over that one. Second and 12 for the Ducks from their own 24-yard line. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck takes the snap, looks to throw. A lot of pressure coming. Shuck gets it away to a wide-open man, and that is a first down for Oregon to the Oregon 39-yard line. That is complete to Hunter Campmoyer, the senior tight end. Excellently run play by the Ducks there. That's a pickup of 12. It'll move the sticks. Ducks back to the line. No huddle. First and 10 from their own 39. Shuck takes the snap, hands it off to C.J. Verdell. Verdell still fighting as a good gain on first down. Pickup of seven yards out to the Oregon 47-yard line. We might have an injured duck on the play. Looks like everyone's getting up okay, thankfully. Second down and three for Oregon. No, they're going to give him eight yards. Second down and two from the Oregon State 47-yard line. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Verdell's the halfback. Shuck takes the snap, and he hands it off to Verdell. Verdell fights his way for a first down. Good initial penetration by the Beaver defense. Verdell, a talented back, finds his way for a pickup of four and a first down. Hamaka Rashid made the tackle for the Beavers. So first down and 10 for Oregon from the Oregon State 49-yard line. Oregon has been in Beaver territory all four of their drives. Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck takes the snap, looks to throw, pressure coming. And there's a the flag on the field as the pass is batted down. Good defense from the Beavers that time. Broken up by number two, Nashawn Wright for the Beavers. We're going to check the penalty. I'm going to check the penalty flag. This is a legal hands to the face on the Beaver, I mean, excuse me, on the Oregon offense. And that is going to be a big penalty. It will back Oregon up 10 yards. And so, instead of second and 10 after the incompletion, the Beavers are going to accept the penalty. First down and 20 for Oregon from their own 36-yard line. Actually, is this, I can't, this is a 15-yard penalty. Never mind. So now it's first down and the difference between distance between Corvallis and Eugene. First and 25. They hand it off to Verdell. Verdell trying to find some running room. He does pick up positive yards, pick up a four out to the 40-yard line of Oregon. But the Beavers with a good defensive play that time. Great pursuit by the linebackers to get to Verdell. And that is going to bring up second down and 21 for the Ducks. So a a hands-to-the-face penalty really killing Oregon on this drive. But they have second down and one from their own 40-yard line. 
the last time Oregon got a big penalty, they were able to convert. We'll see what happens this time. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun on second and 21. Verdell is the halfback on second and 21. Shuck drops back to throw. Pressure's picked up. Shuck escapes. Now he's going to fire. He's got a man wide open. And inside the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Oregon. Devin Williams for the Ducks. A complete breakdown in the secondary by the Oregon State Beaver defense. They tried to bring heat. It was picked up excellently by the Oregon offensive line. And Devin Williams is was about as open as you will ever see anyone as Shuck stepped up in the pocket. There was nobody within 15 yards of Devin Williams when he caught that pass. And he strolls into the end zone for one of the easiest touchdowns he'll ever have. Camden Lewis on for the extra point for the Oregon Ducks. 10.57 to play in the first half. Here's the snap. Camden Lewis's extra point is up and good. 21-10. The Ducks lead the Beavers with 10.57 to play in the second quarter. Beaver defense with a breakdown there. Oregon has scored a touchdown on three of their first four drives of the game. Ducks lead 21-10, 10-57 to play in the first half. We will be back with K. You're listening to KBVR Football. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Corvallis. The Beavers trailed the Ducks 21-10. to I am Ben Paul with KBVR and Orange Media Network. So Oregon, after a pants of the face penalty, was faced with first and 25 and on second down and 21. On second and 21, the Beavers brought pressure, could not get home, and as a result, the secondary couldn't hold out. I'm not sure why Devin Williams for Oregon was as wide open as he was. I think part of that had to do with the Beavers bringing heat and not getting to Tyler Shuck. Whatever the case may be, wide open Devin Williams at the Oregon State 25-yard line. Shuck made the easy throw to him, and that was as beautifully as you can draw it up if you are the Oregon offensive coordinator and head coach Mario Cristobal. As a result, Oregon leads 21-10 with 10.57 to play. In the second quarter, Oregon's about to kick off. And so this game so far has gone the way a lot of people would have expected it. The Beavers have been able to put up points. They scored a touchdown on their opening possession. Had to, they went were forced to go three and out on their second possession. On their third possession, they started at their own two-yard line but ended by making a 34-yard field goal to get more points on the board. So far, as many people might have expected, Oregon's offense has been having their way with the Beaver defense. Beavers not able to get a lot of pressure on Tyler Shuck, save a couple of plays, including that one sack by Andre Hughes-Murray. But Oregon has been rolling. That, that's the second time Oregon has converted in a long situation. They had third down and 11 on their opening drive of the game and converted that, eventually scored on that, that drive, the opening drive of the game. 
they were faced with first and 25 on their last possession, followed by a four-yard run by C.J. Verdell, and then after that found a wide-open Devin Williams with when the Beavers bring, were bringing pressure. So a huge problem right now for Tim Tebesar, the defensive coordinator of Oregon State, as Oregon has rolled on three of their first four drives. Oregon leads 21-10 to 10 with 10.57 to play in the second quarter. Oregon set to kick off. It's 37 degrees here in Corvallis and a heavy fog over the stadium. You can clearly see it mixed in with the lights. Camden visibility on the field should still be pretty good. Camden Lewis strides up to the ball and gives this one a boot. This is going to be returnable. Another short kick. Chap Flemings gets it at the... No, he must have called a fair catch because he's not going to return it. He called a fair catch at the 10-yard line. So Oregon will start. Oregon State will start first and 10 from their own 25-yard line. Oregon leads 21-10. to We'll do a quick recap of the game here before the Beaver offense comes out onto the field. Ducks scored on their opening drive. Beavers bounce back with an 82-yard touchdown run from Jamar Jefferson. Ducks score on their next drive. Beavers then went three and out. Then, then the Beavers did get a stop, and the Beavers sort of, uh, were able to make a field goal with Everett Hayes after a long drive. Ducks bounced back with a big counterpunch of a long touchdown for Devin Williams. And we're going to have a bit of a, a change in where the ball is placed here. Apparently the Beavers get to choose where it's placed after a fair catch, and they're going to move it over a little bit. So 21-10 Oregon leads Oregon State, 10-57 to play first half. Beavers have first and 10 from the round 25. Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun. Jebbia takes the snap, fires, and that is incomplete. It looked again like Jordan Scott of Oregon got a one heck of a jump. I guess it's not offsides the second time they haven't called it. I am wondering how he's managed two absolutely perfect jumps. That one didn't look as egregious as the first, so it might have just been a great great timing by Jordan Scott of the Oregon Ducks. Whatever the case, it's second and ten for the Beavers from their own 25-yard line. We'll see if Jordan Scott can keep getting those great jumps. Second and ten for the Beavers from their own 25 Jebbia takes the snap, looks to throw. Here comes Heat. Jebbia fires over the middle. That's complete to the 30-yard line to Trevon Bradford. That's a pickup of five. It's going to bring up third down and five for the Beavers from their own 30-yard line. So the Beavers, one of my keys to the game, was saying they did not want to have to go three and out. This would be their second three and out in the first four drives of the game. So a big third down coming up here. Beavers, it's important to keep this drive alive to give their defense a rest especially because their defense has not been able to stop Oregon so far. Third and five for the Beavers from their own 30-yard line. Oregon showing some pressure, which Beavers will have to deal with. Four wide receivers set. Jebbia on third and five, takes the snap, looks to throw. Pressure is picked up. Jebbia throws, and that's complete for a first down. That is, I think that's Colby Taylor. It is Colby Taylor. A couple of big catches for Colby Taylor today. The Ducks brought pressure. The Beaver offensive line did a really nice job picking up that pressure, and as a result, left Colby Taylor with us with separation for with separation for a first down reception off of a slant, and the Beavers move the sticks there. That's important. First and 10 Beavers from their own 39. Jebbia in the eye formation. They're going to motion two tight ends, Luke Musgrave and Teking Pretoriano. Jebbia under center. I think that's Jefferson who's the halfback. It might be B.J. Baylor. They turn handoff to Jefferson. Jefferson 
not a lot of room. Picks up two yards out to the out to the Oregon State 41-yard line. That was B.J. Baylor, who was the ball carrier that time for the Oregon State Beavers. So that'll bring up second down and eight for the Beavs. Second and eight for the Beavers from their own 41-yard line. If you're just joining us, Ducks lead the Beavers 21-10 to 10 with nine minutes to play here in the first half. The Beavers have second down and eight from their own 41. Second and eight for the Beavers. Jebbia is going to throw a screen pass to Colby Taylor. Taylor makes a catch, tries to make a man miss. Coley Taylor stays on his feet, does a good job to get an extra few yards. Taylor wants a first down, but they're going to mark him well short. They're going to mark him a little. Now they're going to move forward a little bit. They're going to give him a pickup of seven. No, a pickup of six, and that's going to be a yard shy of the first down. We have a 70. We have a number change here. I'm not sure what team that the refs have just announced. Regardless, it's third down and one for the Beavers. They've been good in these situations all year, sometimes with sneaks and with Jack Coletto. Jack Coletto is in the game right now. I'm a bit surprised. Third down and one for the Beavers. They are going to motion a man. Coletto is going to go right up the middle. Coletto picks up the first down. So Jack Coletto goes over the right side of his offensive line, a little bit up the middle, a little bit to the right side. And I'm a little surprised the Beavers go with that because it is a very predictable play, but it has worked every time the Beavers have done it this year. That moves the sticks. Second, third down conversion of the drive for Oregon State. So Jack Coletto once again getting the job done. A pretty good job from the right side of that Oregon State offensive line led by Brandon Kipper. And it's first and 10 Beavers from the Oregon 49-yard line. 7.45 to play in the first half. Jebbia in the I formation. Two wide receivers set. He fakes the handoff. Here's a bootleg. Jebbia doesn't have a lot of room to throw. He fires. That's complete. He finds Trevon Bradford, I believe, brought down at the 30-yard line of Oregon. That is a big pickup on the play of 19 yards. First down and 10 for the Beavers. Off the bootleg initially, Jebbia didn't have anywhere to go. The line gave him a lot of time on that one, and it gave Trevon Bradford time to make a double move. And Jebbia was on the same page as him, and Bradford got a lot of separation. That's a pickup of 19, so the Beavers once again in business here. The Beavers have been into Oregon territory three of their first four drives. First and 10 Beavers from the Oregon 30-yard line. I think Jefferson's the halfback. Jebbia in the eye formation. Tristan Jebbia takes the snap, fakes the handoff off play action. He's got a lot of time to throw. Jebbia fires incomplete. He was thrown into double coverage there. Another kind of dangerous type of play. Looking for Zariah Beeson. It was a good throw in the sense that only his guy could have gotten it. But Jebbia trying to force another one into double coverage there. And maybe his offensive coordinator, Brian Lindgren, will have a talk with him about that. But it didn't seem like the play was there. Beavers lucky that one wasn't intercepted. Second and 10 for the Beavers from the Oregon 30-yard line. Jefferson, I believe, is the halfback for the Beavers. Two wide receivers set. They hand off to Jefferson. Jefferson makes a spin move but cannot get away, and he is gobbled up from the or- by the Oregon defensive line. Absolutely nowhere to go at that time for Jamar Jefferson. No gain on the play for the Beavers. It's going to bring up third down and 10. The Beavers have converted two third downs already on this drive, but those have been five and one yard third downs. This is third and 10 for the Beavers after an incompletion and a no-yard gain from Jefferson. We knew coming in this game Oregon was going to stack the box, and that is starting to show. 
as they were ready for that one. B.J. Baylor comes into the game at halfback for the Beavers. Third and ten for the Beavers from the Duck 30-yard line. Jebbia in the shotgun. Ducks are going to bring some pressure. Jebbia takes the snap, looks to throw. Fires high and complete. He had a man open. It was a high throw looking for looking for Zariah Beeson. And that's going to send on the field goal unit for Oregon State. He had Beeson open, it looked like. Might, might have been a little bit high. Also might have been a little bit behind Zariah Beeson. Oregon did bring a lot of pressure on that play. But a great stand from the Oregon defense there. And this will force a 48-yard field goal attempt from Everett Hayes. He's 2-for-3 on the year. He missed from 47 against Washington State. Long field goal from Hayes. Right down the middle is the angle. Snap is good. The kick is up. I can't tell from here. It's got the leg. The kick is good. Everett Hayes, a 48-yard field goal. He has been very good these last few games. Three for three, two for two, one for one against Cal, two for two today. He's hit from 34 and now from 48, and that's a big momentum shift because the Beavers with a decent drive that totally stalls at the Oregon 30, but Everett Hayes boots it through from 48. So the Beavers cash in there, and the Beavers have scored on three of their first four drives. And so now the score is Oregon 21, Oregon State 13 with 5.55 to play here in the second quarter. You are listening to KBVR. We will be back in a minute. Niños que enfrentan el hambre en este país lo haría. Por suerte, la Red Nacional de Bancos de Alimentos de Feeding America proporciona una comida y una silla a todo niño que lo necesite. Apoye a Feeding America y a su banco de alimentos local visitando feedingamerica.org diagonal en español. Un mensaje de Feeding America y del alcance. It's that time of year again, and Christmas Storybook Land in Albany is ready to boost your holiday spirit with our first ever scavenger hunt for our Storybook Land scenes in downtown Albany businesses. The scavenger hunt will take place until December 4th to allow for extra hunting time. If you find all six Storybook Land scenes, you'll be eligible for a prize. Be sure to share a selfie of you and your find in the scavenger hunt post on our Facebook page. Santa himself will announce the winners on December 5th. We thank you for all your tremendous support and look forward to seeing you next year. And welcome back to a foggy Corvallis, Oregon. You can clearly see the fog with the lights. Visibility on the field should be fine, but from here in the press box, it's getting a little, getting a little foggy for sure. 37-degree day. It's a chilly afternoon. If you're just joining us, the Ducks lead the Beavers 21-13 to with 5.55 to play in the second quarter. The Beavers are about to kick off after a 48-yard field goal from Everett Hayes. Jonathan Smith has really praised his kicker, Everett Hayes, in the preseason, and so far he has delivered. He's hit his last three kicks, and he's two for two today. So the Beaver kickoff team will come onto the field. The Beavers on that last drive, two third-down conversions. The drive stalled at the Oregon 30-yard line. Jebbia tried to force another one into Zariah Beeson. Lucky it wasn't intercepted because the Beavers, even though they stalled at the Oregon 30, do get rewarded for their drive as Everett Hayes picks them up with another big field goal. And, of course, the Beavers wishing they could have had touchdowns there. They had the touchdown and two field goals, but the Beavers hanging around 21-13, under six minutes to play in the, in the second quarter. Lightborn will kick it away for the Beavs. 
so foggy that I cannot read the names even through binoculars, so I don't know who Oregon's return man is. It's going to be fielded at the three-yard line. He's out across the 15, out across the 20, to the 25. There's the sideline, makes a cut, and he's brought down by, I think that might have been the kicker, Caleb Lightborn, who made the tackle for the Beavers. I think that was Lightborn for Oregon State. It was the kicker, Caleb Lightborn, made the tackle, so... A not, not a good special teams play from the Beavers. It was a concern coming into this game. The Beavers' kickoff coverage team has not been very good. And Oregon's is one of the better teams in the Pac-12 at returning kickoffs. And that almost really cost the Beavers. If Caleb Lightborn didn't make that saving tackle, that likely would have gone for an Oregon touchdown. Last year in the Cascade Clash, the Ducks took a kickoff back against the Beavers. That proved really costly for Oregon State. And even though they kept them out of the end zone on that, that was that's a big concern for the Beaver special teams unit under special teams coordinator Jake Cookus because he fielded that one at the two. That was on the return for the Ducks. That was number two, I believe. I think that might have been Mikhail Wright, a corner for Oregon. He's got great speed, but... Regardless, Oregon's going to have really good starting field position here from their own 43-yard line. And now we get into this phase of the game where you're asking yourself, the Beaver offense is able to move the ball. They've only found the end zone once, but this, the Beaver offense has certainly been able to move the ball. But can the defense pick up the offense now? Can they stop this high-powered Oregon offense? The Beavers have struggled on defense all year, especially at getting off the field on third downs. The, the Ducks have not had a lot of third and shorts. They've had a couple third and longs that they've converted on. The Beaver defensive line that was a concern against Oregon's offensive line coming into this game. For, so far, it looks for the most part like Oregon has had their way with the Beaver defensive line, giving, giving quarterback Tyler Shuck a lot of time to throw. The run game has been kept in check somewhat. However, the overarching question is how will the Beavers how will the Beaver defense respond after Oregon has scored touchdowns on three of their first four drives of the ball game? We'll check some stats to give you specifics. Tyler Shuck is 11 for 14 through the air, 183 yards and a touchdown. He's got a very high QBR rating right now. Verdell has taken seven handoffs for 39 yards. He's averaging five yards a carry. Jalen Red on an end around has one one attempt for 37 yards and a touchdown. Travis Dye has one carry for eight yards and a touchdown. So it's been mostly Verdell for the Ducks. Oregon offense on the field. First down and 10 for the Ducks from their own 43-yard line. And I think Travis Dye is the halfback. So 21-13, the Ducks lead the Beavers 547 to play in the second quarter. A lot of time left in this one, but the big question... How will Oregon State's defense respond to the challenge after getting thrown around on the first few possessions of the game? 21-13 Oregon. 5.47 to play in the second quarter. First and 10 ducks from their own 43. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Tyler Shuck takes the snap, and he hands it off to Travis Dye. Dye finding room. He's such a quick back, and Dye picks up about six yards on first down. Avery Roberts, inside linebacker, leading, tack leading tackler for the Beavers, made the stop. It's a gain of six. It'll bring up second down and four. A lot of room for Travis Dye, and he's a shifty running back. Second and four for the Ducks from their own 49-yard line. 
Dye still the halfback. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Tyler Shuck takes the snap, fakes it. He throws a screen pass out to a receiver who picks up a first down to the Oregon State 45-yard line. That is a gain of eight. That is Johnny Johnson the third. I believe that is Johnny Johnson's second catch of the game. That might have been his third, but regardless, that is a first down for Oregon at the Oregon State 45-yard line. That was Johnny Johnson's third reception. He leads the Ducks in receptions today. He's got three for 23 yards. Shuck takes the snap. Here comes a lot of pressure. Shuck's in trouble. Hit as he throws, and this is incomplete. Looking for Johnny Johnson down the sideline. Shuck was drilled by, I'm not sure, it was a Beaver linebacker. I think it might have been Kyrie Fisher. Might, might have been Avery Roberts. Can't quite tell from here who brought the pressure. Shuck took a huge hit just two-tenths of a second quicker, and that could have been a fumble. So great pressure from the Beavers that time brings up second and ten for the Ducks. Second and ten for Oregon from the Beaver 45-yard line. Travis dies the halfback. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck motions a man. Shuck keeps it himself. He's going to try to scramble. Good pursuit from the Beaver defense, and Shuck only picks up three yards on the play on the quarterback keeper. He gets down to the Beaver 42-yard line. This is going to bring up a big third down and seven for the Oregon offense. Here comes the chainsaw, and the virtual crowd is on their feet here at Reeser. Big third down coming up right here. 4.20 to play in the second quarter. Ducks lead the Beavers 21-13. Third down and seven for Oregon from the Beaver 42-yard line. Shuck in the shotgun, Travis Dye the halfback. Third down and seven, and now the entire Oregon offense is going to look to the sideline. They're going to call an audible. They motion Travis Dye to the other side of Shuck. Now they give him back to the left side. Shuck in the shotgun. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Here comes pressure. It's picked up. Fires, and that is... Incomplete. It was almost intercepted by Jaden Grant, or it might have been Akili Arnold, but the be- it was Jaden Grant, and that was an interception. I couldn't tell. I thought I saw the ball wrestling around there on the turf. That was an interception. Just shows how foggy it is here at Research Stadium. I could not tell, but Jaden Grant picked that one off. I was wondering why the Beavers seemed so excited. <laughs> And the Beavers, not only do they get a third down stop, that is an interception from Tyler Tyler Shuck. And the Beavers are going to take over from their own 38-yard lines. The Beaver defense overall today has struggled. However, they've made a couple of big stops. One came off a third and 10 sack from outside linebacker Andre Hughes-Murray. And now this one, the Beavers bring pressure that was picked up. But the Beavers' secondary was all over that one. The pass was intended for Jalen Red, I believe, but Jaden Grant leaping into the air. If if he if it would have been right to him, he would have had an easy pick six. But he had to leap. Grant's only about six feet tall. That was to Nashawn Wright, and Wright might not have had to jump, and he could have taken that to the house. But Jaden Grant, with an extremely athletic play that time, to leap and snatch that one out of the air, and the Beaver defense d- does force a turnover. And now the Beavers are going to get the ball back with 3.52 to play in the first half, trailing 21 to 13. They could potentially tie the game on this drive. They would need a two-point conversion. But if you're looking at it from the standpoint of a Beaver fan right now, they def- the Beavers deferred and gave the ball to Oregon to start the game. Therefore, the Beavers will have it to start the second half. 
So if the Beavers can come down and get more points on the board, uh, in particular, if they could get a touchdown and go into the halftime 21-20 or 21-20, that would be a win for Oregon State, especially considering you, we talked about how you can't get behind the Oregon Ducks, and the Beavers have gotten behind, but both times when Oregon's had a chance to extend their lead to over to 14 or more points, the Beaver defense has stepped up. When it was 14-7 in the first quarter, they made a sack with Andre Hughes-Murray. And now here, with the Ducks leading 21-13, the Beaver defense comes up with a stop after a terrible kickoff coverage on the kickoff return, and Oregon picked up a first down. Oregon pick, took a deep shot on first and 10 from the Beaver side of the field. A lot of pressure applied that time from Omar Spades, forcing a bad throw. Then on third down and seven, the Beavers again bring pressure. It was picked up pretty well by Oregon's offensive line. But the Beavers' secondary sat back well in coverage, and Jaden Grant comes away with a big interception. Duck defense is going to take the field again. Beaver offense still in the huddle. And the Beavers with a big opportunity here in the Cascade Clash against their arch rivals, the Oregon Ducks, to really cut into this lead or even potentially tie it before halftime. The Beavers, again, will get the ball to start the second half. The Beavers will try to use clock here and get in the end zone. First and 10 Beavers from their own 37-yard line. 3.52 to play in the second quarter. Ducks leading 21-13. to 13. Tristan Jebbia is in the I formation. Jebbia takes the snap, fakes the pitch. I think Jebbia has it. Yes, he does. He's got a man open. He fires, and that is juggled, and... I can't tell if that was caught or not. No, it was not. That was incomplete. Looking for Luke Musgrave. It was a pretty good throw, I believe, from Jebbia. Musgrave just dropped it, so that will go down as a drop. Not going to help Jebbia out on that one. Would have been a pickup of eight. Brings up second down and ten for the Beavers. Jamar Jefferson's the halfback on second down and ten. Jebbia is in the I formation under center. They motion Trevon Bradford. Bradford goes back outside, second and ten for the Beavers. They motion Bradford again, and they give it to Bradford. Bradford around the edge. Bradford finds a little bit of running room, picks up six. Around the right side, he's knocked out of bounds by Diamador Lenore at the Oregon State 43. So that's going to be a shorter game than I thought. It'll only be five, not six. So it's going to bring up third down and five for the Beavers after an incompletion to Luke Musgrave. And a, they're going to reset the game clock to 349 in the second quarter. And uh, end around from Trevon Bradford. The Beavers converted on third and five last time they were here. So a huge play right here. 3.39 to play in the second quarter. Third and five for the Beavs. Jebbia in the shotgun. Jefferson's the halfback. Three wide receivers set. They motion Jefferson, and they hand it off to Jamar Jefferson. Jefferson picking his way, and he's going to be short. Pickup of three on the play, and the Beavers likely going to send out their punt unit. It looks like the offense might be staying on the field here. Right now, the offense is out on the field. And they are going to stay on the field for this fourth down and two situation. Fourth down and two for the Beavers. They're going for it. This is a gutsy call by Jonathan Smith, but I like rolling the dice here in the first half. Three minutes to play in the second quarter. This is going to be fourth and three. Only a pickup of two by Jefferson on the last play. Fourth and three for the Beavers, and we got a timeout called by 
Oregon. The Ducks take a timeout here with 2.50 to play in the second quarter. We'll be back with a fourth and three play. You are listening to KB KBVR Football. Estás sintonizando a KBVR Football 88.7 FM. Si tienes alguna sugerencia, quieres saludar o simplemente quieres hablar un ratito, llámame a 541-737-3737. Lo voy a decir otra vez, 541-737-3737. Sigue sintonizando para la mejor música, con los mejores DJs, con lo mejor de la programación. Hey yo, this is Tenen. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Tune in. Welcome back to Corvallis. The Beavers are going to be forced to the faced with a fourth down and three here. Their offense is coming onto the field. Incompletion of Luke Musgrave that was dropped would have been a pickup of eight. And a couple plays later, here we are, fourth down and three for the Beavers. Smith rolling the dice on fourth and three from their own 44-yard line. Jebbia in the shotgun. Jefferson's the halfback. Big play here for the Beavers. Jebbia is going to look to throw. Play's blown up. Jebbia fires. Batted down. The Ducks make the stop. So the Beavers roll the dice, and it does not pay off. As Tristan Jebbia's pass is batted down, it looked to me like they were trying to find Jefferson out of the flat, but Oregon was ready for that play call. And Oregon's defense comes up with a big stop there. 2.43 to play to play in the second quarter. And now here comes Oregon's offense. The Ducks lead it 21-13 with 2.46 to play in the second quarter. So a drop from Luke Musgrave. I couldn't tell if it was a bad pass or a drop, but it would have been a pickup of eight on first down. Really determined how that last drive went for the Beavers. Now the Ducks have first and 10 from the Beaver 44-yard line after the failed fourth down try. Chuck takes the snap, hands it off, and he has got nowhere to go. Ripped down behind the line of scrimmage. That's a loss of three. Avery Roberts and Omar Spates and Andre Hughes-Murray all getting into the backfield that time. It was a stretch play to the right. They're going to move up a little bit. That's a loss of two on the play. It'll be second down and 12 for the Ducks. If the Beavers can get a stop here and get the ball with one more chance for the half, that'd be huge, not to mention it keeps Oregon from putting more points on the board. Second and 12 for the Ducks. From the Beaver 46-yard line, Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck takes the snap, drops back to throw. Pressure is picked up. He fires. That's complete. Devin Williams makes a man miss, and Williams still cutting inside and out. He's got a first down to the Beaver 33-yard line. That is will move the chains for the Oregon Ducks. And there's a roughing the passer on the Beavers just now getting announced. So that is a very painful penalty. That will give Oregon first and 10 at the Beaver 18-yard line. After a tackle for loss from the Beavers, the Ducks come back with a great second down play with a, a throw to the outside to Devin Williams, who picks up a first down and roughing the passer on the Beavers. Beavers trying to bring pressure. It's just not getting there in time, and that is hurting the Beaver defense because the secondary is not able to hold out for long enough, and now it's first and 10 for the Ducks. From the Beaver 18, 1.58 to play in the first half. Chuck in the shotgun. Die is the halfback. Play option, they hit, pitch it to Die. Die is going to throw this ball, and that is almost intercepted. Not a good idea from Travis Die to try and force that one in there. It was incomplete. Looking for 
looking for Pittman. Akili Arnold was in coverage there. Ducks trying to go to their bag of tricks there with have, trying to have Travis Dye throw for a touchdown. Did not end up working out for Oregon, but it, they still do have the ball at the Beaver 18-yard line. Second down and 10 for the Ducks. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun for Oregon. Shuck takes the snap and hands it off. Die finds some running room. Die falls forward. Pretty good pickup. Give him five and a half on the play, on the carry. It's going to bring up third down and a, a long four. And we got whistles before the play. This is going to be a timeout from the Beavs. Yes, timeout Oregon State. We got a big third down play coming up after this. 131 to play in the second quarter. The Ducks lead the Beavers 21 to 13, and we have a big third down play coming up when we return. You're listening to KBVR Sports. We'll be right back. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Third down, third down and four for the Ducks from the Beaver 13-yard line. Huge play here. Third down, Chuck in the shotgun. And I thought we might have had a jump. Oregon's going to call an audible. No flags on the field. Third and four for Oregon. Tyler Shuck calling an audible. There's a lot of confusion from the Ducks. They might need to take a timeout here. They've only got four to snap. And they are going to try to get the snap off. Shuck takes the snap. And he hands it off. And the Beaver defense comes up with a stop. Travis Dye needed four. He only got two. That's a stop for the Beaver defense. And here comes the Oregon field goal unit with Camden Lewis. Let's see if the Beavers are going to try and take a timeout to preserve clock for themselves. It doesn't look like they're going to do that. Fourth down and two for Oregon from the 10. Here's Camden Lewis to attempt a 28-yard field goal for the Ducks. 10 to snap, 56 seconds to play in the second quarter. This would give Oregon an 11-point lead, and we have a flag on the field now. And this is on Oregon. Oregon has 12 men on the field, so back them up five yards. It turns in to a 33-yard field goal attempt from the left hash. And this includes a 10-second runoff. The Beavers might want to decline that 10-second runoff. The referees are going to try to are going to stop and play. Now it looks like they got things sorted out. So there's 50 seconds to play in the second quarter. Camden Lewis, one for four on the year. This is a short attempt, but it's from the left hash, trying to give the Ducks an 11-point lead. Oregon State does not want the 10-second runoff. They just announced that. So put it back to one minute on the clock. Talk about getting iced if you're Oregon kicker, Camden Lewis. 50 seconds to play in the first half. 33-yard field goal attempt, Camden Lewis from the left hash to give the Ducks an 11-point lead. Here's the snap. The kick is on the way. Plenty of leg. He got it. Camden Lewis puts it through for the Ducks. 46 seconds to play in the first half. Oregon leads 24-13 over the Beavers. 
46 seconds to play in the second quarter. You're listening to KBVR Sports. We will be back in 30 seconds. América, tus hijos tienen un superpoder. Ellos pueden salvar muchas vidas al no salir a jugar. Con solo quedarse en casa y juntarse con sus amigos por internet o videochats, ayudan contra la propagación de peligrosos gérmenes. Y si salen, asegúrate de que usen sus superpoderes para distanciarse seis pies de los demás y así proteger a todos los habitantes del planeta. Infórmate más en coronavirus.gov. Este es un mensaje de los CDC y el Ad Council. Welcome back to Research Stadium in Corvallis. Oregon leads Oregon State 24 to 13 with 46 seconds to play in the second quarter. So a good game here in the Cascade Clash so far. Victory for the Beaver defense that time, able to hold Oregon to a field goal after the Beavers went for it on fourth and three and did not get it. So now the Beavers are going to have 46 seconds. Well, or the kickoff is with 46 seconds. Curious to see if Jonathan Smith's going to take a knee and try and go in to halftime or if he's going to try and make a push while risking a potential interception. 24-13, Ducks lead. Camden Lewis boots it away. 46 seconds to play. It's a very, very short kickoff. Fair catch called for by, I believe that's Jack Coletto. It is who made the fair catch for the Beavers. Beavs will start from there on 25. So Oregon not wanting to take any chances. Champ Flemings for the Beavers has had some good kickoff returns this year. So the Beaver offense huddled up on the sideline. They're going to have first down and 10 from their own 25-yard line. If you're just joining us, the Ducks lead the Beavers 24-13 with 46 seconds to play in the first half. We'll see what the Beaver offense has in mind here. See if they're going to try and get in field goal range before this half ends. The Beavers do have all three of their timeouts, and Jebbia comes out in the shotgun. So it looks like the Beavers are going to try and go on the attack here. The Beavers will get the ball to start the second half. Jebbia in the shotgun formation. Jefferson's the halfback. Jebbia takes the snap and hands off to Jamar. Jamar Jefferson picks up six yards to the, no, five yards to the 30-yard line. And the Beavers are going to let the clock roll, but they are going to go very fast back to the line of scrimmage. Second and five for the Beavers. Jebbia takes the snap and fires. That is complete for a first down to the 36-yard line. 25 seconds to play in the half. Beavers still not going to use a timeout. That really surprises me. Clock now runs again. First and 10 Beavers from their own 36. Jebbia takes the snap, looks to throw. In a lot of trouble, and Jebbia goes down. A big sack on the play. And that will likely take us to halftime. And now... Now Oregon State is going to take a timeout after taking a big sack. Kayvon Thibodeau, number one recruit in the country from a year ago, applying the pressure and bringing Tristan Jebbia down. That's the first sack of the game for the Ducks. Each team has one sack now. And I'm a little surprised Oregon State called a timeout there because they've only got 16 seconds, and they got second and 21 from their own 25-yard line. So there's not a lot the Beavers can do here. You don't want to risk an interception. At the end of the first half in Oregon's last game, UCLA tried to throw a a Hail Mary that was picked off, and Oregon returned it for a touchdown. Beavers definitely don't want to do anything similar here as the offense retakes the field. Second and 21 for the Beavers from their own 25, 16 seconds to play in the first half. Jebbia in the shotgun. Jefferson's the halfback. 
Jebbia hands it off to Jamar. Jamar charging up the middle. He does have a good gain out to the 36-yard line, and that will take us to the end of the first half here in Corvallis. So we've reached halftime at Research Stadium. The Ducks lead the Beavers 24-13. The Beavers will be receiving the second-half kickoff. 24-13, Ducks lead the Beavers. You are listening to KBVR. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. It's that time of year again, and Christmas Storybook Land in Albany is ready to boost your holiday spirit with our first ever scavenger hunt for our Storybook Land scenes in downtown Albany businesses. The scavenger hunt will take place until December 4th to allow for extra hunting time. If you find all six Storybook Land scenes, you'll be eligible for a prize. Be sure to share a selfie of you and your find in the scavenger hunt post on our Facebook page. Santa himself will announce the winners on December 5th. We thank you for all your tremendous support and look forward to seeing you next year. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. During the winter, make sure to take care of your mental health. Seasonal affective disorder, or SAD, is a type of depression that aligns with seasonal changes. SAD commonly begins in late fall and or early winter and usually dissipates around spring and summer. The season's lack of sunshine has a biological influence over your body that may cause several of these characterizable symptoms. Depression, low energy, irregular sleep patterns, and changes in appetite and or weight. Luckily, seasonal affective disorder is easily treated. The most effective method to managing SAD is through lifestyle treatments. Remain active, exercise both your brain and your body, go outdoors, engage in creativity, and participate in social activities. Light therapy is also a common treatment. Visit CAPS Mind Spa to try the full-size professional-grade light therapy lamp or check out a mini portable light therapy lamp for two weeks at a time and continue your treatment at home. CAPS, the Valley Library, and the Student Experience Center all offer free light therapy rentals. Winter can be gloomy, but taking a proactive approach can help a lot. For more information, visit counseling.oregonstate.edu. A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
KBVR TV. Something different every time. You don't know what you're going to get because we don't know what we're going to give you. Art, music, sports, games, geeks, and more. Every week, every night, KBVR TV. For more, check us out on Facebook at KBVR TV, on Twitter at KBVR TV1, or on Instagram at KBVR TV. Hey, hey, this is Jared Cunningham. When I'm not dunking on fools, I'm listening to 88.7 KBVR Corvallis. Iowa. Welcome back to Corvallis, Oregon. We have hit halftime in the 124th edition of the Cascade Clash, the bitter rivalry between the Oregon Ducks and the Oregon State Beavers. So the Ducks lead 24-13 at halftime. Both teams caught some breaks in that half, had some unfortunate moments. If you look at it, the Beavers are probably upset. They weren't able to make anything on that drive when they were down just eight, and they went and they failed to convert on a fourth down, and that the Beavers could be a lot closer, even tied right now. However, you do have to be happy that the Beaver defense was able to hold Oregon to a field goal on that last possession. Oregon stalled their drive at the Oregon State 10-yard line. Camden Lewis hit a 33-yard field goal after a, a, a delay or a, an illegal substitution pushed the field goal back. So both teams have things to be happy and a little upset about. And we're only halfway through a great Cascade Clash game here in Corvallis. We will kick off the second half. In approximately 16 minutes, we'll go through our halftime show. Of course, as I mentioned, number nine Oregon leads the Beavers. Number <laughs> leads the Beavers by a score of 24 to 13. We're going through some statistics here, the Ducks scored 14 points in the first quarter. Beavers scored seven in the first quarter. Ducks scored 10 in the second quarter. Beavers scored six in the second quarter. Two field goals from Oregon State in that second quarter of play. The Ducks have 299 total yards of offense compared to the Beavers' 247 yards of total offense. Tyler Shuck for Oregon is 13 for 18, 202 yards with a touchdown and an interception. Oregon's leading rusher is Jalen Red. He's only had one carry, took it 37 yards to the house. Uh, C.J. Verdell has eight carries for the Ducks. He has 37 yards on the ground, averaging 4.6 yards a carry. Travis Dye has four carries for Oregon for 22 yards, averaging five and a half yards a carry. Cyrus Habibi Likio, two carries for seven yards for the Oregon Ducks. Tyler Shuck has been sacked once, so he has negative rushing yards. He has run for a one-yard touchdown. One sack uh, apiece for these two teams. Oregon receiving, Oregon's leading receiver is Devin Williams, a man you might remember was committed to Oregon State initially last year before flipping at the last minute to commit to Mario Cristobal and the Oregon Ducks. He has three um, he has three receptions for 93 yards and a touchdown, so he has been torching the Beaver defense so far in that first half. Johnny Johnson the third has three receptions for 23 yards for the Ducks. Jalen Red has three receptions for 21 yards for Oregon. Cyrus Habibi Likio has one reception, 428 yards out of the backfield. That was a big play where the Beavers brought a lot of pressure. Hunter Campmoyer has one reception for tight end for Oregon, has one reception for 15 yards. C.J. Verdell, Oregon's feature back, has one reception for 14 yards. And Chris Hudson, a backup receiver for the Ducks, has one reception for eight yards. Overall, the Ducks have 97 rushing yards and 202 receiving yards. One thing I did say as a key to the game 
was that the Beavers would need to keep Oregon's ground game in check. Oregon has had a couple of pretty big runs. Overall, the Beavers have done a, a solid a solid job, we'll say, at containing the run. However, through the air, Oregon has certainly been having their way with 202 yards in the first half passing. Um, Beavers not being able to get a lot of pressure. They have sacked Tyler Shuck once. They have hurried him a couple of times. And down on the field right now, an Oregon player is being carted off the field here at halftime. I'll try to see who that is. I can't. It's very foggy down there, so I'm not going to be able to get a read. I'll try to get an injury update on that later. Unusual to see that during halftime. So I'll try to get the update fairly soon there. Anyways, Oregon has been having their way through the air. The Beavers have not been able have not been able to get a lot of pressure on Tyler Shuck. And because of that, that's left some Oregon receivers wide open, such as that long pass to Devin Williams on second down and 21. That one really hurt the Beavers. After a big penalty from Oregon, second and 21, they convert on a 75-yard touchdown pass to, to Devin Williams, and that was a big turning point in the game. However, the Beavers did strike back after that, the long drive for a field goal. Everett Hayes is two for two in this game, so a lot of credit to Everett Hayes right now, the Beavers kicker, who's two for two. The Beavers' only touchdown of the game came with an 82-yard rush from Jamar Jefferson on the first play of the game, much like we saw against Cal last week. But again, it's ch after this, Oregon's defense has definitely clamped down. We got a lot of time to go in this one, but the Beavers trail 24 to 13, and they're going to need to find both offensive and defensive consistency in the second half. The Beavers will be getting the ball to start the second half. Going through the Oregon State offensive numbers here, Tristan Jebbia is 7 for 15 for 81 yards, so he has had some incompletions. He's also thrown a couple of balls that maybe were lucky they didn't get picked off. We'll see if Brian Lindgren, the offensive coordinator, has a word with him about that at halftime. It is good to be aggressive, but at times it seems like Jeff, uh, Jebbia might be trying to force it a little bit. Uh, as we saw with the big interception against Cal last week, really hurt the Beavers. Beavers still did end up winning that game, but a bad decision last week from Jebbia. We don't want to see more of that in the second half of this game. Oregon State rushing, Jamar Jefferson. He has 11 carries for 149 yards. On paper, that sounds incredible. However, almost all of those have been on just two rushes. Overall, Oregon's done a, a good job containing him. I know it's hard to believe because of the stats, but after the 82-yard rush and another big about 25-yard rush from Jefferson. Oregon's done a good job containing Jamar Jefferson on the ground. B.J. Baylor has one carry for two yards. Jack Coletto has one carry for three yards. He picked up a first down in the Wildcat formation. Tyjon Lindsay on an end of the round has one carry for nine yards. Trevon Bradford has taken two end of the rounds for 14 yards. That is the, has been the Beaver rushing attack so far in the first half. Oregon State receiving. Colby Taylor leads the Beavers in receptions and receiving yards. Three receptions for 46 yards for Colby Taylor, number five on the Beavers. Trevon Bradford has two receptions for 24 yards. Champ Flemings has one reception for six. Tegan Quatoriano has one reception for five yards. Luke Musgrave doesn't have a catch. He did have a target. It was with 3.30 to play in the first half. I'm going to keep going back to this play. The Beavers were down just eight. They had first and ten rolled out on a bootleg, and Luke Musgrave couldn't hang on to the ball. Would have been an eight-yard pickup. I'm not sure if it was a little behind him, but it was a play the Beavers certainly should have made. Instead of setting up second and two, they had second and ten. The Beavers eventually got to fourth down and three where Oregon made a stop. And then the Beaver defense did stand tall to hold Oregon to a field goal. But still, that's, I see that as a missed opportunity with a drop there from the Beavers, from the Beaver offense. 
and that is where we stand right now, 24 to 13. And the, uh, as we are at halftime right now, a third quarter will be starting at about 9.30. Let's go through some of the defensive stats. Each team has a sack apiece. I, be- I believe that's what it is. Yes, a sack apiece for each team. Andre Hughes-Murray got it for the Beavers. Um, for the Ducks, it was Kayvon Thibodeau, the number one recruit in the nation from a year ago. Tackles for loss, the Beavers, the Beavers have a total of three tackles for loss. The Ducks only have two, so in that category, the Beavers actually are beating Oregon, but don't be deceived because Oregon's defense has been playing better than Oregon State's defense without question. So half a sack, half a tackle for loss for Omar Spates. Andre Hughes-Murray, who's making his return this season after a torn ACL last year, has been having a good game. He's got two and a half tackles for loss. Keaton Oladapo, a safety, has been on four ta- in on four tackles for the Beavers. Not something you want to see if you're Oregon State. Your DB's having a lot of tackles. Deshaun Wright has five. Omar Spates has six for the Beavers inside linebacker. Avery Roberts leads the Beavers in total tackles with seven. Alex Austin has four tackles. Jaden Grant has three. Jaden Grant had an interception when the Beavers made a stop on third and seven from the Beavers' side of the field. That was a big play right there. For the Ducks, Verone McKinley has five tackles. Tavon Thibodeau has four. He's got a tackle for loss, and that tackle for loss was a sack. Noah Sewell has a tackle for loss for Oregon, little brother of Penae Sewell. Uh, Sewell was, a, I believe, a five-star linebacker. He's a true freshman, has been playing very well for the Ducks this year. Seven minutes, 7.55 before the second half kickoff, and I want to go through what we've seen in a pretty chaotic first half here in Corvallis. It started off with Oregon getting the ball first, converting on a third down and 11 early in the drive, and then eventually scoring off of a missed tackle from Oregon State. Jalen Red stayed on his feet. He's tough to bring down. Took it 37 yards for a touchdown, so Oregon took an early 7-0 lead. The Beavers then got it, had to start their first drive of the game from their own nine after a penalty on the kickoff. And on second and one, they handed it off to Jamar Jefferson. Jefferson took it 82 yards to the house to tie it up. Next drive, Oregon marched down the field. Tyler Shuck on third and goal, ran it in from half a yard out. So the Ducks took the 14-7 lead. Beavers went three and out, and the Ducks got the ball back. But the Beaver de- defense did stand tall with Andre Hughes-Murray making a sack on third and 10. Beavers got the ball back after that, had a had to start their own two-yard line, had a great drive, it ended with a field, uh, 34-yard field goal from Everett Hayes. Ducks, after that, on their next possession, marched down the field, or rather, I should say, they had Devin Williams on a second and 21. They found him wide open, no one within 10 yards of him. Oregon extended their lead to 21 to 10. Beavers on their next drive faced some third downs, got through them, and had a great, had another successful drive. Everett Hayes bailed them out with a 48-yard field goal to get them closer. And then the Ducks on their next drive had a great kickoff return picked up a first down, then we're faced with a third and seven. Jaden Grant made a phenomenal interception to set the Beavers up down 21-13 with 3.30 to play in the first half. Of course, a big drop from tight end Luke Musgrave, then eventually the Beavers failed on fourth down, failed to convert. The defense of Oregon State did bail them out as Oregon took over at the Beaver 44-yard line. Beavers made a stop on third and four at the Oregon State 12, so Camden Lewis hit a field goal for the Ducks. And that is where we stand right now. So a lot of ups and downs 
Uh, most that Beavers have never had a lead in this game. There's a lot of time left, and if you're Jonathan Smith in the locker room right now, you're thinking things. some things didn't go our way that half. If we can clean up the defense and get some offensive, more offensive consistency, we definitely have a chance in this game to beat the number nine ranked team in the country. But there's 520 before we kick off the second half. We'll go through some other scores from around the, or recap some games from around the league. We had some really exciting ones earlier today. You are listening to KBVR Sports. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. Did you know that Heartland Humane Society is your local animal shelter located a mile and a half from Oregon State University? If you're missing an animal or looking to adopt, stop by Heartland to see how they can help. If you want to volunteer or foster, it's a wonderful way to get animals in your life. From petting cats to walking dogs or snuggling bunnies, you can make a difference for homeless animals in Benton County today. You can also visit the Heartland Thrift Shop in downtown Corvallis to shop, donate, or volunteer. Check out heartlandhumane.org for more information. Welcome back to the Cascade Clash between the Oregon Ducks and the Oregon State Beavers. Four minutes until we kick off the second half. The Beavers will be receiving the second half kickoff. The Ducks lead 24-13. Again, we'll kick off the second half in four minutes right now. Let's give, give some updates from other scores from around the league today as well as other sports. We'll have to go to college basketball for a second. The Beavers had their season opener, and officially it was a non-conference game here in Corvallis against the Cal Golden Bears, a fellow Pac-12 opponent. It was a very close game. The Beavers beat Cal 81 to 73, so the, or rather 71 to 63. So the Beavers started off their season with a win over a Pac-12 team in basketball. Wareth Alatiche with a big first game for the Beavers, a junior, a junior college transfer, or from Nichols State, a transfer. Beavers played again today. They played against NAIA school, Northwest Washington, and the Beavers clobbered Northwest uh, 114 to 42 in what was a huge win for the Beavers. The Beavers basketball team is 2-0. Beaver men's team is 2-0. Oregon had their first game against Eastern Washington canceled. Unknown when they will play their first game, but they are ready to get into Pac-12 action fairly soon. With some other scores here as we kick off the second half in three minutes here in Corvallis. Iowa State and Texas went down to the wire today. Texas drove it down near the end of the game. Sam Ellinger took a costly sack that set up what would have been only a a 50-yard field goal. Instead, it made it a 57-yard field goal for Texas kicker Cameron Dicker, who had the leg on it, easily missed it by about a foot heartbreaker for the Texas Longhorns. Iowa State won that game 23-20 over Texas. Nebraska made it close versus Iowa today. Nebraska did take the lead at one point in the second half. Iowa uh, punched back. Nebraska uh, or Iowa rather missed a field goal late in that game to give Nebraska a chance with two minutes left but a strip sack ended Nebraska's hopes in that one. Iowa number 24. Iowa beats Nebraska 26-20 and Scott Frost in his tenure at Nebraska has not been good so far and Nebraska is 1-4 on the season. Notre Dame, number two Notre Dame, beat number 19 North Carolina 31-17 earlier today. That game was tied going into halftime. Notre Dame pretty dominant in the second half. Their defense shutting out 
the Tar Heels in the second half. Notre Dame wins that one, 31-17. A shootout between Central Florida and South Florida. UCF came in that game pretty big favorites. They they win by 12, 58 to 46, and was a very high scoring affair. Finally, a big Pac-12 rivalry game today: Stanford versus Cal, and what's known as the game. This one was, I believe, I couldn't, I don't know if this one was at Stanford or at Cal. Whatever the case, very close back and forth game there. Cal looked to have tied it with a minute left with a three-yard run by Chris Brown, their starting halfback. But the extra point was blocked, and Stanford held on to win that game. Stanford improves to 1-2 and two on the year, a heartbreaker for Cal, as Stanford takes back the Axe Trophy. So we're just 50 seconds away from kicking off the second half here in Corvallis, 124th edition of the Cascade Clash. The Ducks lead the Beavers 24-13 at halftime. And if you're a Beaver fan right now, you're probably thinking, you're wishing some more things had gone your way that half and that you could be tied or a lot closer right now. But at the same time, the Beaver defense has made some stops that weren't necessarily expected, especially at the end of the first half there, holding the Ducks to a field goal after giving them excellent field position. In the second half, we're going to see what adjustments Jonathan Smith makes. In the last two games against Washington and Cal, the Beavers have improved their defense significantly after halftime. Of course, he, they are facing the Oregon Ducks today, the best offense in the Pac-12, perhaps one of the best in the country. So we'll see how that goes. But the Beavers, for right now, are going to field the second-half kickoff. Champ Fleming's back deep to return. Camden Lewis is going to kick off for the Ducks. Oregon has been intentionally, I think, been going short on the kickoffs so far today. But the Ducks lead 24-13, to starting the third quarter in the Cascade Clash. Camden Lewis boots this one away. It's another short kickoff. I think he tried to put leg into it. Fielded at the 5 by Flemings out across the 15, and he's swallowed up before he gets to the 20. Great kickoff coverage by the Ducks that time. Champ Flemings out to the 18, and the Beavers are going to have to start with not without very good field position to, to begin their first drive of the second half. So if you're just joining us, we just kicked off the Second half here in Corvallis, 14.56 to play in the third quarter. Here comes the Beaver offense. The Ducks lead the Beavers 24-13. So plenty of time to play in this one and play in this game. We'll see what the Beavers can do. They're going to have to play a lot better than they did in the first half to get within striking distance of the Ducks here in Corvallis. First and 10 Beavs from their own 19 is where they're going to mark it. Jefferson's the halfback. Jebbia under center. Oregon jumped but back got back, so there's no flag. Jebbia. Hands it off to Jefferson. Jefferson finds a bit of a hole, tries to bounce outside. Good pursuit there by number one for Oregon. That is Noah Sewell. So it looks like Jefferson might have been able to bounce it. He was trying to give him five yards on the carry. It'll bring up second down and five for the Beavs. So a decent hole opened up by the Beaver offensive line that time. Great pursuit by Noah Sewell, one of the top linebacker recruits in the country last year. Second and five for the Beavs. Jefferson's the halfback. is in the eye formation. Tristan Jebbia takes the snap. Hands it off to Jefferson again. He has a hole. Try No, he, he tried to hit the hole. It was closed very quickly by Slade Matutia, I believe. And Jefferson only picks up three. It looked like he had a big lane there. It looked like Jefferson did. But getting off a block extremely quickly 
was actually Kayvon Thibodeau, excuse me, showing why he was the number one recruit in the country a couple years ago. Seemed like there was no way he was going to get to Jefferson there. But he makes a tackle and actually give Jefferson four on that one. It's going to bring up third down and one. Jack Coletto's back in the game for the Beavers, who need a first down here. They motion a man. Coletto is going to look to throw this ball. The play isn't there, though. They try to throw it, and it's incomplete. So Oregon's defense holds strong on third down and one, and the Beavers are going to have to punt this one away. They were trying to find Tegan Quatoriano, but the Ducks were ready for that play. It looks like if Coletto would have just tried to take it up the middle, he would have had it with the Ducks dropping back into coverage there. But Beavers try not to be too predictable, try to throw with Jack Coletto, the former quarterback, but Tegan Quatoriano not open at all there. Great job by the Oregon defense that time. The Beavers will have to punt. Good snap. This is Luke Locker punting it after the bad punt from Lightborn earlier. Back to his own 25, and this takes a decent Oregon State hop. Still rolling down near the 15-yard line of Oregon. So a good punt from Luke Locker. Beavers down it at Oregon's 16-yard line. So the Beavers do not convert, and unfortunately they go for them. They go three and out. They do get a good punt this time from Luke Locker instead of Caleb Lightborn. And now the, the Ducks lead the Beavers 24-13, 13-36 to play in the third quarter of action here in Corvallis. Here comes Oregon's offense, first and 10 from their own 16. We'll see what adjustments the Beaver defense made at halftime as they did not have a good first half defensively. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun, first and 10 from their own 16. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Shuck hands it off to C.J. Verdell. Verdell met near the line, and he's brought down for a loss of a yard. Avery Roberts breaking through the line there, along with number 96, Simon Sandberg. So a, a good, good execution by the Beavers to get ready for that play, anticipation of the run, and now it's second down and 11 for the Ducks. Second and 11 for Oregon from their own 15. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Verdell's the halfback. Tyler Shuck takes the snap, looks to throw. Blitz is, Blitz is picked up, and that's out to Verdell, who gets absolutely clobbered as he tried to catch the ball. Incomplete. What a hit from Keaton Oladapo, a safety from Oregon State. That's one of the best hits I've seen all season long. Keaton Oladapo came in the season as a second string. He's making the most of his starting starting time here. Great hit on C.J. Verdell who comes out of the game. Verdell looks a bit shaken up after that. Crowd getting into it here. The virtual crowd is. Third and 11 for the Ducks from their own 15. So a big chance for the Beaver defense here. Third and 11 for the Ducks. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Looks to throw. Here comes pressure. He's backpedaling. They drop it off to Verdell. No, it's Die, but he's got nowhere to go. Die's brought down after a pickup of two. The Beavers make a stop on third down. So the Beaver defense comes up big, only allowing two yards on that possession. So far, so good with the adjustments after halftime. And Oregon has fourth and seven from their own 18. They're going to have to punt to Trevon Bradford. Bradford had a great punt return last week against the Cal Golden Bears. Beavers getting into it on the sideline. That's a big stop from their defense there. Ducks lead 14 to 24 to 13. Snap is low, kick almost blocked, 
Bradford's going to field this at his own 40. Bradford's going to take it. Bradford has a seam. 15-45-40. Bradford bounces outside. Gets to the sideline. Travon Bradford, a great punt return for the Beavers. And he is going to be marked out at the Oregon 33-yard line. So it didn't look like the half started off well for the Beavers. Not converting on third down and one, having to punt. But because of a great defensive stand with a tackle for loss, then a huge hit by Keaton Oladapo on C.J. Verdell as he tried to, as Chuck, Chuck dumped it off to him out of the backfield, brought up third down and 11, and they tried another screen pass, this time to Travis Dye. Beavers all over that, forced a punt, and Trevon Bradford fields the punt at his own 40, 23-yard punt return out to the Ducks' 33-yard line. And the Beavers are going to have excellent field positions. So in a way, the Beavers not converting on third and one there doesn't bother them at the moment because now with just another minute gone on the clock after the failed third down, they got it first and 10 at Oregon's 33-yard line. Or, excuse me here, 37-yard line. Apparently I'm not good (laughs) with long-distance viewing, even though the yard line's right there. It is a bit foggy here in Corvallis. Uh, fog has cleared up a little bit from halftime. It's the worst over up here, out here in the press box. On the field, visibility, I believe, is fine. It definitely does look better from the second quarter about a half hour ago. When we return, or when the offense kicks the field again, the Beavers are going to have first down and 10 from the Duck 33. So this is a pretty big opportunity from the Beavers. If they can get in the end zone here, that would cut cut the game to three points, cut it down to four points if they just take the the extra point and not go for two and we got a lot of time left in this cascade clash rivalry game oregon has been in the driver's seat most of the game the beavers have been hanging around and now as i've been saying a big chance for the beavers to make to strike a pretty big punch to the ducks right here especially if the beaver defense can look like that they did on the last drive every time they come out simon sandberg Andre Hughes-Murray made a big difference in that last drive, as did Keaton Oladapo. Simon Sandberg got injured last week against Cal. He didn't return in that game, so good to see him playing for the Beavers here today, a big part of that Beaver defensive line. So Oregon, on their last defensive possession, did force a three and out from the Beavers. A great tackle from Kayvon Thibodeau as Jefferson tried to get around the edge, and on third and one, the Beavers went with the jackhammer package, they call it, with Jack Coletto. And it looks like Jack probably would have had it pretty easily had he just run the ball. He tried to throw it this time. It seemed, almost seemed as the Ducks knew what the Beavers were going to do there because they followed Tegan Quatoriano on a drag route across the field in double coverage. It was a good throw from Coletto, but could not get past that double coverage. And Oregon State was forced to punt. After the Beaver punt, the Ducks were probably feeling pretty good as they got it back at their own 16, but... A tackle for loss and a great hit from Keaton Oladapo. Set up the Ducks with third and long. The Beavers have not been good this year at getting off the field on third down. But they forced the punt and a great punt return from Trevon Bradford. Back-to-back weeks with big punt returns from Bradford. And now the Beaver offense has taken the field. First down and 10 for the Beavers from the Oregon 38-yard line. Jebbia in the I formation. Jefferson is the halfback. Jebbia 
takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw. He's got all day to throw. Has time for coffee. He throws, and it's complete to the sideline inside the 20. That is Trevon Bradford, who just had the big punt return to the Oregon 19. Big play for the Beavers. They're trying to go hurry up here. Great job from the Beaver offensive line. They faked the handoff to Jefferson and sat back to block while that play developed. And that play probably wouldn't have worked if Oregon had broken through the line. Great job by this young Oregon State offensive line on that play. Gave Jebbia all day to throw. He found Trevon Bradford. First and 10 Beavers from the Duck 19. Beavers in the red zone again. Jamar Jefferson is the halfback. They motion Luke Musgrave. Jebbia takes the snap. Stretch play to Jefferson. Jefferson cuts inside, cuts back out. Jefferson still on his feet. Good run by Jamar Jefferson. Down to the Oregon 13-yard line. That is a pickup of either six or seven yards. We'll see how many they give him. That is a pickup of, of six on the play. We'll call it six and a half. So it's going to bring up second down and a long three, we'll call it, for the Beavs. Looking to punch this one in the end zone here. Things getting real exciting in the Cascade Clash. 10.50 to play in the third quarter. Second and four. Jebbia in the shotgun. Jebbia hands off to Jefferson right side. Jefferson makes a cut. Jefferson brought down at the line of scrimmage, though. Oregon all over that one. Kayvon Thibodeau has been a nightmare for the Beaver offense today. Thibodeau, the number one recruit in the country from a year ago. He's only a sophomore. Had a great campaign as a true freshman last year. I might be a year behind. That might have been two years ago. He might be a junior. I'll check in a minute. But regardless, Kayvon Thibodeau has been a real headache for the Beavers today. Third and four for the Beavs from the Oregon 13. Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun. Jamar Jefferson is the halfback right behind him. Ducks stack in the box. They hand off to Jefferson. Jefferson plunges up the middle. It's going to be close. (laughs) It's oh so close. I think that he might have it very close. They might have to bring out the measuring sticks on this one. It depends on the spot. They are telling him to... They're telling him to roll the clock. I can't tell if this is a first down or not. On the field, the Beavers are trying to get in the huddle. They are going to mark him just short. Fourth down, and we'll call it an inch for the Beavers. Big play here. Jebbia under center, and the Beavers are going to call a timeout. No, this is not a timeout. This is going to be a review. This is going to be an official review on the play. It was very, very close. This is reminiscent of a play against Washington from a couple weeks ago. However, this one was much, much, much closer. And it's going to be oh so close whether or not Jefferson made that line to gain. The call on the field is short. So unless they can see something to overturn, and I'm not going to be able to help you because with all the fog, I can't see anything clearly on the jumbotron Jefferson needed to make the nine we'll say and it's very hard to tell if Jefferson's final push got him to the nine yard line my guess is that this will stay with the call on the field can't be sure we'll find out soon but if you're just joining us there is not oh here's the call Call stands, so it's going to be fourth and two inches, we'll say. Ducks lead the Beavers 24-13 to with 9.35 to play in the third quarter. 
and a huge play coming up here. Beavers leaving their offense on the field, understandably, because they only need a couple of inches to move the chains here. They were good in these types of situations last week. Ducks making a ton of noise on the sideline. Jebbia under center. The Ducks are stacking the box. A QB sneak might not work here. Jebbia takes the snap, goes forward, and he looks to have a first down. Yes, move those chains. The Beavers convert. Ducks getting amped up on the sidelines. Beavers silencing the Ducks' sideline. Ducks trying to get back into it again on the sideline, but the Beavers do pick up a first down. It'll be off of a Jebbia sneak. He, he needed a couple inches. He got a couple feet. So move those chains to the Beavers, or drop them, rather. It's first and goal Beavers from the Oregon 8-yard line. 9.08 to play in the third quarter. Jefferson's the halfback, Jebbia under center. Tristan Jebbia fakes the handoff, looks to throw back at the end zone, has a man. Touchdown, Beavers! Zariah Beeson, the true freshman, making the reception for the Beavers. It was off of a play-action fake. Jebbia made a beautiful throw to Zariah Beeson in the back of the end zone, and we have got ourselves a game. The Cascade Clash is on. The Beavers are going to keep their offense on the field to go for two here. The score right now is Oregon 24, Oregon State 19 with 8.57 to play in the third quarter. Beavers keep their offense on the field to go for two. So here's the two-point try from the Duck three. Jebbia takes the snap. Jebbia looks to throw. Fires. That is... It's caught but out of bounds. And it was a tight end, I believe, but no complaints from Oregon State. Looks like he was out of bounds there. So big play from the Duck defense to make the stop on the two-point conversion there. Beavers do get a touchdown. So the score in this one. Oregon 24, Oregon State 19. 8.57 to play in the third quarter. We got a game in the Cascade Clash. You are listening to KBVR Football. América, tus hijos tienen un superpoder. Ellos pueden salvar muchas vidas al no salir a jugar. Con solo quedarse en casa y juntarse con sus amigos por internet o video chats, ayudan contra la propagación de peligrosos gérmenes. Y si salen, asegúrate de que usen sus superpoderes para distanciarse seis pies de los demás y así proteger a todos los habitantes del planeta. Infórmate más en coronavirus.gov. Este es un mensaje de los CDC y el Ad Council. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. Welcome back, everyone, to Research Stadium in Corvallis, Oregon. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. We got a game here in the Cascade Clash, the rivalry game between the Oregon Ducks, the ninth-ranked Oregon Ducks, I should say, and the Oregon State Beavers. So we knew coming into this game, a lot of people had a feeling the Beavers would stick around but didn't know for how long. Well, with that touchdown there, the Beavers really making things interesting because with 8.57 to play in the third quarter, the Ducks' lead is 24-19, so 
a five-point game. The Beavers did miss the two-point conversion attempt, which could prove to be a significant factor in this game. We'll see how it plays out. But Oregon State, to start the half, went three and out, got a good punt by Luke Locker, and the Beaver defense stood very tall on that opening possession of the half for Oregon, forcing an Oregon punt, which Trevon Bradford took back 23 yards. A great return from Bradford. Beavers convert on fourth and inches with a Tristan Jebbia QB sneak. So a huge conversion there because the very next play on first and goal from the eight, Jebbia finds true freshman Zariah Beeson in the back of the end zone. And all of a sudden here in Corvallis, we got a five-point game in the Cascade Clash. A lot, not trying to look too far ahead, of course, but a loss for Oregon would definitely take away any of their college football playoff hopes. Beavers looking to get to 2-2 two and two on the year and beat Oregon for the first time since 2016. So obviously a lot at stake here. 24-19, Ducks lead, be, lead the Beavs with 8.57 to play in the third. Kickoff is away from Lightborn. It's short, it's returnable. Ducks returned it well last time. Take it at the 5, across the 15, and across the 20, across the 25, cuts back, and he's brought down at the 26-yard line. That is Oregon returner Mikhail Wright. So, decent return. Thankfully for the Beavers, not nearly as productive as the last return after the 44. Oregon will take over first and 10 from their own 27-yard line. 8.49 to play in the third quarter of action. The Ducks lead the Beavers 24-19 here in the Cascade Clash. Ducks have it first and 10 from their own 26. They'll mark it there. Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck hands it off to Travis Dye. Dye plunging up the middle. Stretches out, and you'll, we're going to give him four yards on that carry. Avery Roberts, Beavers' leading tackler in this game and of the season, made the tackle. Second and six for Oregon. 8.30 to play in the third quarter. Ducks lead 24-19. Second and six for the Ducks from their own 30. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Die is the halfback. Shuck is going to talk to his offensive line. He's got 10 to snap. Tyler Shuck takes the snap, looks to throw. Here comes a rush. It's picked up. Shuck is in trouble, being chased down. He's brought down from a pickup of three. We have a flag comes in. This is in the vicinity of a hold. I can never be sure, but it definitely looks like this is in the vicinity of a hold. Refs are conversing about this right now. If it stands, it's going to be third down and about three for the Ducks, but I think this will move them back 10 yards. They're still conversing. They might wipe this flag off. We'll see. An awfully long conversation between two officials for a simple call. No foul on the play, thankfully, for the Beavers because this actually would have been a hold on the Beavers. The refs just announced there is no foul for defensive holding. So third down, and the chainsaw is going to come out here at Reeser. Tyler Shuck ran for a pickup of, actually, this is closer than I initially thought. They might need to measure this one. I can't see the down marker very well because of the fog, and that confused me as to where, what line he needed to get to. Ref's still conversing here. I don't know what they're talking about. Here comes an announcement. Line, 
Okay, so we just had an announcement that the chains were incorrectly set, and Tyler Shuck rushed for a, a pickup of about six. That gives Oregon a first down. So the chains are going to move here. Confusing play there, but bottom line is first and ten for the Ducks from their own 36-yard line. Eight minutes to play in the third quarter. First and ten Ducks. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck takes the snap. Hands it off to Travis Dye. Dye breaking tackles. Dye has a first down and more. Wrestled down by Akili Arnold. Rather, that's Jaden Grant who made the tackle. And he gets into Oregon State territory. Pickup of 12. Ducks going hurry up to the line. First and 10 Ducks. Shuck takes the snap. Screen pass out to the side. He's got room in front. First down and more inside the 35. Brought down at the Beaver 30-yard line. That is, I think that that is, it's Johnny Johnson, the third for Oregon. Oregon, one of their favorite offensive plays, that little screen pass. Beavers have had not had an answer for it today. They're playing far off the ball, trying to stop the run. First and 10 ducks. Shuck takes the snap. Fakes the throw. Hands off. Die. Die is a first down. Cuts the outside. Inside the 15. Inside the 10. Travis Die all the way down to the Oregon State four-yard line. Kitan Oladapo made the stop. But first and goal, Ducks from the Oregon State four. Beavers making a substitution. First and goal, Oregon. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Now he's going to look to the sideline. Got plenty of time to snap the ball. 6.55 to play third quarter. Now he, Cyrus Habibi Likio is the running back now. Shuck takes the snap. He's going to look to keep it himself. No, I, I don't know who has the ball. This is a touchdown for Oregon. What happened on that play, I don't know. He might have thrown the ball. I thought that Shuck was going to keep it. Again, I can't see everything because of the fog. That is a touchdown to Hunter Campmoyer, and Oregon strikes right back. That looks like the Chip Kelly area era offense. No trouble scoring on that drive for the Ducks. 30 to 19 Oregon leads with 6.43 to play here in the third quarter. Camden Lewis is on for the extra point. And the extra point is good. Oregon leads 31 to 19 with 6.43 to play in the third quarter. You are listening to KBVR Football. Do you like art? How about photography, poetry, or storytelling? Well, PRISM has a place for you. PRISM is the arts and literary journal here at OSU, and we are always accepting student submissions for art from people of all interests, backgrounds, and majors. Find the entry form on our blog, orangemedianetwork.com prism, or reach out to us at prism at oregonstate.edu, or find us on social media at OSU PRISM. See you soon. Welcome back to Research Stadium. 6.43 to play in the third quarter. Very foggy day out today in Corvallis. Have not seen a lot of this lately or in any games that I can remember. This is one of my first times being in the press box, but what I see right now, it's just a, a pretty big blanket that seems to be covering a lot of the field. I can still see the yard lines clearly, but there are some plays on the far side of the field where I cannot see where the ball is. Hard to make out the Beaver jersey numbers on their sideline. 
that is the situation right here in Corvallis. But more importantly, the Ducks lead the Beavers 31 to 19 with 6.43 to play in the third quarter. The Beavers cut it to five with a Tristan Jebbia touchdown pass to Zariah Beeson. Oregon struck right back. They were not messing around, started their drive from their own 26. Did not face a third down on that drive. Had some big runs from Travis Dye. Had a big play on a screen pass, and then Dye set them up at the Oregon State five. They scored off of a Tyler Shuck pass on first down and goal from the Beaver five. And so that is where we stand right now. They're in break right now, both teams on the sidelines. So right when it seems that the Beavers got a lot of momentum, Oregon showing their strength on offense, having no trouble driving down the field that time. There's 6.43 to play in the third quarter. Oregon leads 31-19. We'll see if the Beavers can respond, but a big question for the Beavers right now is not only can their offense continue to produce like they did on the last drive, they've been up and down throughout the game, but can the Beaver defense make stops when they need? There were some times in the first half the Beaver defense did make stops when they needed to. And of course, the first drive of the second half, the Beavers made a big stop. Oregon looking like they made some adjustments from the first to the second drive of the second half. Beavers forced a three and out on the first drive of the second half. Oregon took it 74 yards for a touchdown on their their last drive. And Oregon extends their lead to 31 to 19, 6.43 to play in the third quarter. That last drive for the Ducks was six plays, 74 yards, took just two minutes. As I mentioned, Remnant seems similar to the old Chip Kelly era of Oregon. 6.43 to play in the third, the boot from Camden Lewis. Short, returnable, taken at the six from Flemings. Reverse here, and now they're going to throw it across the field. Risky play. And Jack Coletto has it. He makes a move. There's a flag down for a hold as Coletto goes down the sideline out to the Oregon 43-yard line. This is going to be a hold on the Beavers or a block in the back, something of that nature. So wipe out the big gain from Oregon State. Legal block in the back is the call. Half the distance to the goal, and this is going to back the Beavers up once again. The Beavers really go into the playbook on that kickoff. Flemings took it, did a reverse to Tyjon Lindsay. Lindsay then threw it across the field to Jack Coletto. And it's a disaster for the Beavers because now they start up their own eight-yard line. I understand if your offense is struggling, but it seems right now the Beaver offense had a great last drive trying to catch the Ducks off guard there. Didn't seem like... They needed anything like that. Just start at your own 25. Now they start at their own 8-yard line, and they're in a lot of trouble on this drive, starting from inside their own 10. 6.30 to play in the third quarter. Tristan Jebbia in the eye. Baylor, I believe, is the halfback. They give it to Baylor. Baylor, nowhere to go. Does fall forward. Picks up four on the carry. So... Baylor with his second carry of the game. That's a pickup of four yards. He didn't have a lot of blocking there. But he does make something out of nothing to get the Beavers to their own 12. Second down and six for the Beavers from their own 12-yard line, needing to strike back on this drive. Jefferson is the halfback now for Oregon State. Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun. They motion Jefferson. 
Jebbia takes the snap, looks to throw. Jebbia fires complete first down. Beavers, Trevon Bradford nudged out of bounds at the 21-yard line. That will move the sticks for the Beavs. That is a completion of nine yards. It's just a quick little hitch route there. Beavers have been executing those pretty well all year, and that will move the chains for the Beavers. They had to start their, this drive at their own eight. They get, a, they get a first down there. Now they're at their own 21-yard line. Ducks lead the Beavers 31 to 19, 525 to play in the third quarter. First and 10 Beavers from their own 21. Jebbia in the shotgun formation. Six to snap. Jebbia takes the snap, hands it off to Jamar. Jamar has a hole. Jamar Jefferson with a nice run out to the 30-yard, no, the 29-yard line is where they're going to mark him. That's an eight-yard gain on the play. It'll bring up second down and two. So if the Beavers can, can answer again here, but again, of course, cut the lead to five if they get in the end zone. A big question after that would be, can the Beavers come up with a stop? 4.50 to play in the third quarter, second and two for the Beavs from the Duck 29, from their own 29-yard line. Jebbia takes the snap. Hands off Jefferson. Jefferson has a first down and more. Jefferson makes a cut across 35, across the 40. Jefferson brought down at the Beaver 43-yard line. So another great run from Munchie. Oregon State's feature halfback and the nation's leader in yards per game and probably the nation's leader in yards per carry right now I'm not exactly sure Jefferson has 7 carries for 173 yards and a touchdown pick him up in fantasy huh BJ Baylor checks into the game for Jamar Jefferson first and 10 Beavs from their own 43 Baylor is the halfback. Jebbia in the shotgun. Jebbia takes the snap, fakes the handoff to Baylor. Play action. Jebbia has time. He fires to a wide open man. That's complete. Tight end. Luke Musgrave into Oregon territory. Down to the 40-yard line. Pickup of 17 on the play. The Beavers are going fast tempo here. After a, a big play, Beavers looking to strike right back. They have first and 10 from the Ducks' 40-yard line. 3.50 to play in the third quarter. Clock rolling. Tyjon Lindsay checks into the game for the Beavers. B.J. Baylor still the halfback. First and 10 Beavers from the Oregon 40-yard line. B.J. Baylor is, in the, is the halfback. Jebbia under center in the I formation. Two wide receivers set. They're doing end around. Tyjon Lindsay's got room. Lindsay catches the corner. And that was a pretty good pursuit from Nick Pickett for the Ducks. That is a pickup of six, so a good play for the Beavers. But if it wasn't for... If it wasn't for the closing speed by Nick Pickett, that could have gone for a first down for Oregon State. So great pursuit that time by corner or safety Nick Pickett for the Ducks. Second and four for the Beavers, 310 to play in the third quarter. It's an exciting cascade clash we got going on right here. Second and four. They motion Luke Musgrave. Jebbia in the in the eye formation. Jebbia. Hands off to Baylor. Baylor trying to stretch it. Baylor fights his way for a pickup of about two yards. That will bring up third down and two for the Beavers. The Beavers, last time they had a short situation, there was fourth down and inches they converted with a QB sneak. Of course, this is not ideal range for a QB sneak. The Beavers will have third down and call it three. They're only going to give him one yard on that carry. 2.30 to play in the third quarter. Third and three for the Beavers from Oregon's 33-yard line. Big play right here. Tristan Jebbia motions a man. Jebbia hands off to Baylor. Baylor has the first down. Cuts to the outside. Inside the 25. Baylor is wrestled out of bounds 
at the Oregon 24-yard line. Forgive me, that is actually Jamar Jefferson who checked back in the game without me seeing it. Jefferson, another big carry for the Beavers. That is his 19th of the game, I believe, but more importantly, the Beavers move the sticks on third and three with a nine-yard rush from Jeremiah Jefferson. 19 carries, 193 yards from Jer- No, that's his, that was his 20th carry. He's over 200 yards on the day. So another monster game from Jamar Jefferson. First and 10 Beavers from the Duck 24. 145 to play in the third quarter. They motion Colby Taylor inside. Jebbia. No, whistles before the play. I'm not sure what this is. Timeout from Oregon. So the Ducks are a bit flustered on defense right now as the Beavers have three first downs on this drive. And Mario Cristobal decides that his defense could use a breather here to go through some of the stats. Oregon State's offense, Tristan Jebbia, is 11 of 19 for 134 yards and a touchdown. The Beavers, again, as we as I said coming into this game, have been a run-first team this year. I thought they'd have to throw it a lot more today considering Oregon's been stacking the box, but Beavers have found a way to run the ball. They've got 228 total yards on the ground compared to Oregon's 147 yards on the ground. Oregon's... And we got a bit of an update here. The Ducks want to say that Jefferson fumbled the ball. The ruling on the field is that the defender who touched the ball was out of bounds, and so therefore this isn't going to matter. So a potential huge play in this game right now. I cannot tell, but we got a potential big, big review coming here. I cannot see anything. Here's an angle that might be a little bit better for me. It looks like the defender was out of bounds who made the play for Oregon, so this call is likely going to stand. Oregon saying they got the football. We'll see what happens here. Jefferson near the sideline. It did seem like Oregon certainly was trying to strip him, but a huge review coming up right here for the Ducks. The second question that comes into being is who jumped on the football if this in fact was a fumble with the Oregon defender not being out of bounds so a huge call right here coming up 140 to play in the third quarter the Ducks lead the Beavers 31 to 19 this would be absolutely draining if they overturn this call Jefferson rarely fumbles he did lose the ball at the end of that play the question is was the defender out of bounds when he made the play on the ball? And do we have a recovery from anybody? I really just can't see it a whole lot. They are taking a long time to review this, which probably isn't indicative of good news for Oregon State. If the Ducks could get a takeaway here, of course, would be absolutely huge. Here comes the referee to make, I, I think they're going to make a call. They will. No clear recovery. The Beavers are going to keep the football. So an absolute huge review there. The Beavers can catch their breath now. That would have been demoralizing had it gone Oregon's way. 
Wow. The, so the ball did come loose, but there was no clear recovery, and the Beavers keep the ball. Ducks charge with a timeout. That will give the Beavers momentum. The fact that was not overturned. Probably the right call to stick with the call on the field. Good job from the Pac-12 officiating crew that time. 140 to play in the third quarter. First and 10 Beavs from the Ducks 24. Beavers very fortunate to keep the ball after the fumble. Fakes the handoff. Jeppia. Jevia all day to throw. Looking for the end zone. That's great coverage, and it's inter- in- incomplete out of bounds. Looking for Beeson. Good job by the Beaver O-line there, but just excellent picket uh, coverage from Nick Pickett on Oregon. Did not. It was a good throw by Jebbia in the sense that only his guy could have caught it, but just excellent coverage from the experienced DB there from Oregon. Brings up second down and 10 for the Beavers. Second and 10 for the Beavs from the Ducks' 24-yard line. Jefferson, I believe, is the halfback. Jebbia motions a tight end. Jebbia calling some type of signal. Jebbia hands it off to Jamar. Jamar finds a lane. Jamar bounces outside. Jamar Jefferson close to a first down. It looked for a minute like he might have been able to turn the corner. Jefferson picks up nine yards on the carry. It's going to be third and one. The Beavers have been really good in these types of situations. For Oregon State, number 77 is reporting as number 89. We're not going to bother with that. Third and one for the Bees. They need about a half a yard here. Third and one after the nine-yard rush from Jefferson. Jebbia under center, hands off Jefferson. Jefferson has the first down. And they are actually, he, Jefferson got the first down by a yard. And to my surprise, the Pac-12 officiating crew is actually going to give him the first down instead of blowing the call like they did against Washington a couple weeks ago. So the Beavers get lucky in that the Pac-12 refs made a competent call. First and 10 Beavers from the uh, Oregon 13-yard line. I encourage you to go back and look at the play if you haven't yet. It was probably the worst call you've ever seen. So first and 10 Beavers from the Oregon 13-yard line. 34 seconds to play in the second half. Beavers knocking on the door. We got a game here in the Cascade Clash. First and 10 Beavers from the Duck 13. 20 seconds to play in the third quarter. Jebbia takes the snap. Jebbia hands off to Jefferson. Jefferson, nowhere to go. Goes forward for a gain of a yard, and that is likely going to take us to the end of the third quarter. Ducks all over that one. That time it's going to bring up second and nine for the Beavers. We are heading to the fourth quarter. The Ducks lead the Beavers 31-19. to Both teams getting fired up. The Beavers are going to have second and nine from the Duck 12. When we return, you are listening to KBVR. (sighs) Hey, Beavers. Let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, Try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others, and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part. 
because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hey, it's David Green here. I'm the host of NPR's Morning Edition, and you are listening to KBVR Corvallis. Welcome back, everybody, to Corvallis, Oregon. It's a foggy night, but we got a great football game for you. Just like last year in Eugene, the Cascade Clash is really intense as we enter the fourth quarter here in Corvallis. Oregon leads Oregon State 31-19. to The Beavers have second and nine from the Oregon 12 when we return to action momentarily, taking this end-of-the-quarter break. Trying to get some stats for you here in a minute. Jefferson is over 200 yards, pretty well over 200 yards today. He rushed, rushed for 196 against Cal last week. Another huge run for Jefferson early on in the game. 82 yards on the first carry he took. Beaver's second play from scrimmage. Jefferson has 22 carries for 213 yards and a touchdown. As I said, you should probably think about picking up Jeremiah Jefferson in fantasy. Jefferson's taken almost every single carry the Beavers have had. They have given the ball to Lindsey and Bradford on end of rounds. Baylor has three carries for just four yards. Coletto has one carry for three yards. And the jackhammer package out of the quarterback sneak run package, I should say, on third and short situations. Tristan Jebby is 11 for 20 through the air with 134 yards. Uh, Trevon Bradford has the most receptions to the Beavers and the most yards receiving, four receptions for 52 yards. Taylor, uh, Colby Taylor, three receptions, 56 yards. Luke Musgrave, one reception for 17 yards. That came on this drive a few minutes ago. Zariah Beeson has one reception for eight yards. That one reception was a touchdown. Tegan Cotoriano, one catch for five yards. So the whistles are blowing. We're about to get back to, to action. Just like last year, last year in the Cascade Clash, the Beavers cut the game to just seven points with 11 minutes to play off of a Jermar Jefferson rush. Beavers have a chance to do something similar here. 15 minutes to play in the ball game. We start the fourth quarter. The Ducks lead the Beavers 31 to 19. Second down and nine for the Beavers from the Duck 12. Oregon sideline trying to get loud for their defense. Jebbia in the shotgun. Jefferson's the halfback. Tristan Jebbia looking to call an audible here. Oregon sideline really getting loud. Jebbia in the shotgun. They motion Jermar. Jebbia hands off to Jermar left side. Jermar stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Absolutely nowhere to go. They try that same play twice in a row. They tried it before the end of the third quarter. Oregon, safe to say they were ready for that one. No gain on the play. Third and nine for the Beavers. 14-40 to play in the fourth quarter of action. Third and nine for the Beavers from the Ducks, 12. Critical play here. Can the Ducks make a stop? Jebbia looks to throw. Here comes pressure. Jebbia has a man. It's complete Jamar Jefferson. He didn't lead Jefferson. Now it's decision time. I'm going to guess the Beavers are going to go for this. Fourth and two for the Beavers from the Duck six-yard line. A field goal only make it a nine-point game. It would stay at a two-possession game. Beavers are going for this. Fourth and two for Oregon State. 14 minutes to play in the ball game. Call it fourth and three, actually. Fourth and three for the Beavers. 
they're going to need this one to stay in this game realistically. Fourth and three for the Beavers. Jamar Jefferson is the halfback, and they hand it off to Jefferson. Jefferson charging up the middle, has the first down. He might have a touchdown. No, they're going to mark him down at about the one-foot line, but Jeremar Jefferson coming up clutch for the Beavers again, moves the sticks on fourth and three. They're going to get right back on the ball. The Beavers will. Jebbia sneaks. Jebbia scores. Touchdown. They're waiting for a signal. He pretty obviously got across. I'm surprised. They did signal a touchdown. They just did signal a touchdown. So give the Beavers six. It seemed to me like he was pretty obviously across, and they didn't signal a touchdown for a long time. Only one official signaled it. But it is a touchdown for the Beavers. Jamar Jefferson on fourth down and three. They are going to um, review this, but Jefferson on fourth and three with a huge run up the middle to pick up five. Gets the Beavers to the half-yard line. Tristan Jebbia sneaks it in, and they're not stopping play. Here's the snap, and the extra point is good. There's a flag for offsides. Platt will be declined, I imagine. Unless I don't think they're going to review this now that a, flat, a penalty has happened. It's offsides on the Ducks on the extra point. Not going to matter. This try is going to be good. Offside on Oregon. Penalties declined. Extra point is good. And this rivalry game is on. Tristan Jebbia with a one-yard quarterback sneak. I believe that's his second quarterback sneak touchdown of the game. I could be wrong about that. Maybe I'm getting confused with the Cal game last week. But where it stands right now, after a huge conversion on fourth and three for the Beavers, the Ducks lead the Beavers 31-26 with 13-26 to play. Um, something going on in the stadium right now the, the referee's microphones were on and it sounds like they were yelling some profanities there so <laughs> kind of a funny circumstance here in Corvallis I'm not going to repeat what was said on the referee's mics but just goes to show that if you're a ref you better turn your microphone off because we can hear you <laughs> anyways back to all seriousness the Ducks lead the Beavers 31-26 to with 13.26 to play in the third quarter and we are going to go to a 30-second break. You're listening to KBVR Football. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part. Because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to Corvallis. Hope you're enjoying this one. We got a real showdown here in the 124th meeting between the Oregon State Beavers and the Oregon Ducks. 13-26 to play in the fourth quarter. Oregon leads Oregon State 31-26. So a pretty high-scoring game. The Beavers with a key drive on the last possession. They were faced with fourth and three from their from the Ducks six. And to everyone's surprise, they gave it right to Jamar Jefferson, even though the Ducks were stacking the box. Great hole by the offensive line. Got to give credit to Jamar Jefferson, but also a great push by the young Beaver offensive line, which has been up and down today. 
Jefferson rushed to the half yard line the very next play. Tristan Jebbia with that QB sneak snuck his way into the end zone and we got a 31-26 ball game here in the Cascade Clash. Oregon is looking, Oregon ranked number nine in the country, 15 in the college football playoff poll, is looking to improve to 4-0 and keep their CFP, CFP playoff hopes alive. The Oregon State Beavers looking to improve to 1-2 on the year, had tough losses in week one and week two, the Beavers did. And they got their first win in the season last, last week in a great game against Cal. The Beavers sealed that one with a late interception. Long break here. For, for Oregon State, we just got to notice that number number one, that's either Tajon Lindsay or Rajon Wright, is now playing as number 31. I don't think Lindsay's number has changed, so I imagine that's Rajon Wright. You might know him from Last Chance University and the brother of Nashawn Wright. Rajon Wright, one of the top JUCO players in the country last year. Beaver's really excited to have him, but where we stand right now, the Beaver kickoff team takes the field. The Ducks lead the Beavers 31-26 to with 13-26 to play in the fourth quarter. Now the Beavers have been a little shaky this year on kickoff coverage, so curious to see what they'll do here. That's why they would love it if Caleb Lightborn could boot this one through the back of the end zone. It is a cold day. Ball won't travel as far off of his foot. 13-26 to play in the game. Ducks lead 31-26. Caleb Lightborn boots this one away. It's a very short kick, fielded at the four. Here is the returner, and he gets crushed at about the 20, and there's a flag. Number 31, Rajon Wright, made the tackle for the Beavers. So right after his number change, he makes his presence known. There's a flag on the field, and the, it's on Oregon for a block in the back. So this will be half the distance to the goal. The Beavers have had a bit of an injury. Alton Julian, a safety, who also plays on the kickoff coverage team, is coming up Gimpy. He's holding his arm. He's walking fine, but he he was the one of the Beavers who made the tackle. He's coming up. He's being attended to on the sideline, holding his, looks like his left arm. We'll hope he's okay. First down and 10 for Oregon from their own eight-yard line after the block in the back penalty. Huge opportunity here for the Beaver defense to make a stand. First and 10 ducks from their own eight. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Die is the halfback. Shuck takes the snap, hands it off to Die. Die trying to find some room on the left side. Travis Die picks up four yards on the carry. It'll bring up second down and six. Avery Roberts again in on the tackle for Oregon State. 13.05 to play in the ball game. Ducks lead the Beavers 31-26. Second down and six for Oregon. Huge possession right here. Two wide receivers set, Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Second and six for the Ducks. Tyler Shuck takes the snap, looks to throw. Shuck, here comes pressure, fires. That is intercepted by the Beavers at the Oregon 32-yard line. It is Nashawn Wright making his second big play of the ball game. Bring out the turnover chainsaw. 
once again, Tyler Shuck, his second interception of the game, and the Beavers really have a good chance here against the Oregon Ducks. They, the Beavers trail 31-26, but they have first down and 10 from Oregon's 33-yard line. A touchdown gives the Beavers the lead. Oregon's defense has been on their heels on the last possession. They certainly were. Jebby is out there. Here we go for the Beavers. First and 10 Beavs from the Oregon 33. Tristan Jebbia in the I formation. Jebbia fakes the handoff. Looking to go deep. He's got a man open. It's complete inside the 10. Down to the Oregon three-yard line. They're going to mark him at the two. Colby Taylor for the Oregon State Beavers. Beavers wasting no time getting back on the ball. 31-yard completion. Jebbia hands it off. Jefferson fighting his way in. Touchdown, Beavers! And Oregon State takes the lead in the Cascade Clash against their bitter rival, the Oregon Ducks. Oregon going... Oregon is upset on the sideline, not about the call. They're just frustrated with themselves. The Beavers will leave their offense out there to go for two. The Beavers have their first lead of the ball game in the Cascade Clash. Things getting real exciting. As I just said, first lead of the ball game for the Beavers. Here's the two-point conversion attempt. Beavers failed on their last one. This will make it a three-point game. Jebbia in the shotgun. Very important play right here. Jebbia takes the snap, looks to throw. He's going to run it. Jebbia trying to get in. He does. Beavers convert on two. What a play call from Jonathan Smith and Brian Lindgren. Huge two-point conversion. The Beavers extend their lead three to three. The Beavers have the lead for the first time here in the Cascade Clash. 12-23 to play in the ballgame. The Beavers looking to beat the Ducks for the first time since 2016 there's 12-23 to play in the football game the Beavers lead the Ducks 34-31 to we will be back don't go anywhere KBVR football América tus hijos tienen un superpoder ellos pueden salvar muchas vidas al no salir a jugar con solo quedarse en casa y juntarse con sus amigos por internet o videochats, ayudan contra la propagación de peligrosos gérmenes. Y si salen, asegúrate de que usen sus superpoderes para distanciarse seis pies de los demás y así proteger a todos los habitantes del planeta. Infórmate más en coronavirus.gov. Este es un mensaje de los CDC y el Ad Council. Are you a member of a business or organization in the Greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. Welcome back to Corvallis, Oregon. All eyes in the country and the sports world right now on this game, the cascade clash between the Beavers and the Ducks. The Beavers, who've trailed by as many as 12 in this game, have just taken the lead 34-31 to off of a 15-0 run. Lot to catch, to catch you up on if you're just now joining us. It has been a roller coaster ride, but the Beavers with all the momentum right now. 12-23 to play in the fourth quarter. 
the Beavers lead 34-31 in what has been a wild game so far here at Research Stadium. So the Beavers cut the lead to just five points with, uh, with 14 minutes to play in the third quarter. And then on the ensuing possession, Tyler Shuck threw an interception. Nashawn Wright with the pick for the Beavers set the Beavers up first and 10 from the Ducks 33. And the Beavers took just two plays after a big pass to Colby Taylor and then a handoff to Jamar Jefferson. And all of a sudden, in a game that was 31-19 not that long ago, the Beavers lead 34-31 against the Ducks in the Cascade Clash. Don't go anywhere. This is a great ball game here for you all tonight. Caleb Lightborn will kick off for the Beavers. A big play here because the Ducks like to utilize the kickoff return, and this is certainly a returnable kickoff. Fielded at the five by Travis Dye. He called a fair catch, surprisingly. Maybe it was because the Beavers chopped him down at the 19 last time. Beavers pumped up on the sideline. Why wouldn't they be? Oregon is ranked number ninth in the country in the AP poll. If the Beavers can pull this off, there's a lot of time left. If the Beavers can pull this off, this would be their first win over a top 10 team since they beat number six Arizona State here at Reeser in the 2014 season. And that's the last time the Beavers beat a ranked opponent as well. Beavers lead the Ducks 34-31, 12-20 to play in the fourth quarter. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun, first and 10 for the Ducks from their own 25-yard line. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck takes the snap, looks to throw. Fires short, that's complete to Jalen Red. Red bumped out of bounds with a pickup of seven at the Oregon 32-yard line. Ducks not going to waste a lot of time here. They're going to go quickly. Two-point conversion succession was big for the Beavers. Now it's a three-point game. Second and three for the Ducks from their own 32. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Hands off to Travis. Die. Die is stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Great Great job, great pursuit by Avery Roberts to run down that play and position himself to make a tackle for no gain. Third down and three, or they're going to call it third and two. Maybe he moved forward a half yard on that play. Chainsaws coming out, virtual crowd going nuts here in the rivalry, the Cascade Clash. Third down and two for the Ducks. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun, third and two. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Shuck hands it off to Die. Die gets the first down. Good run by Travis Dye. He's stacked up at the Beaver 38-yard line. Great run from Travis Dye. The line gave him a bit of a hole, but a lot of credit is owed to Travis Dye on that one for finding his way. We have not seen a lot of C.J. Verdell in this half. In fact, I'm not sure he's taken any carries in this half. I'll try to keep you updated on that. But for right now, 11 minutes to play in the fourth. Beavers lead by three, first and 10 ducks from their own 38. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun, dies the halfback behind him. Beavers showing pressure, looks to throw. Shuck is going to step up. He's going to look to run. Shuck gives himself up. He slides after a pickup of three. Or the, the new rule is they mark him down when he thought about sliding. And so instead of five, Tyler Shuck only gets three on that one. It's going to bring up second and seven for the ducks. Second and seven for the ducks from their own 41-yard line. High drama here in the Cascade Clash. 10.30 to play in the ballgame. 
Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck takes the snap, hands it off to Die. Die breaking through the line. Travis Die breaking a tackle, goes to the outside, across midfield, all the way to the Beaver 45-yard line. And a flag has just flown. I think this is going to be, this is certainly going to be after the play. I'm not sure who it's on. I think it might be on Oregon. It's on the, it is on the Beavers, and that is a killer. This is on Oregon State. I thought that it was on Oregon. That's why I simply thought that could be a big penalty, 15 yards. Instead of first and 10 from the Beaver 45, Oregon's got it first and 10 from the Oregon State 30. So a dumb penalty there. I don't know if it was a late hit. I didn't get a good look at it. But the Ducks have first down and 10 from the Beaver 30-yard line. Cyrus Habibi Likio is the halfback for the Ducks. Here is Habibi Likio on the carry up the middle. Good penetration by the Beaver D. That's a pickup of three yards on first down. So it's going to bring up second down and seven for the Ducks from the Oregon State 27-yard line. 9.50 to play in the Cascade Clash. The Beavers lead 34-31 to over the Oregon Ducks. Second and seven for the Ducks from the Beaver 27. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Shuck fakes the handoff. Here's pressure. Shuck fires, looking for the end zone. Incomplete. Looking to see if there are any flags. And I do not see one. Nashawn Wright on co- in coverage there. It could have gone either way, but they're going to not call it. And that brings up third down and seven. Oregon in field goal range. Camden Lewis has been shaky this year. What a huge play in Corvallis. If there was a crowd here, 45,000 would be going nuts. Third down and seven for Oregon from the Oregon State 27-yard line. Beavers showing a house blitz here on third and seven. Shuck takes the snap. Beavers drop back. Shuck fires. That's complete. First down Oregon inside the 15, inside the 10, inside the five, down to the four-yard line on a crossing route. A huge play for the Ducks there. That was Hunter Campmore. He's only had a few receptions today, but all of them have been really big plays. Oregon converts on a drag route on third down and seven. First and goal ducks from the Beaver four. Tyler Shuck is going to look to the sideline to call an audible. 9-15 to play on the football game. Beavers lead 34-31. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Shuck hands it off, and... No, he's going to keep it himself. I'm sorry, he kept it, and he gets down to the one-yard line. Another great fake from Tyler Shuck. I could not tell that he had the football. Shuck picks up three yards, and it's going to bring up second and goal for the Ducks. Wow, Oregon really is selling these fakes. From the press booth, I thought that Travis Dye had that. A great stop from Omar Spates. It looked like Shuck was going to find his way into the end zone. Second and goal ducks from the Beaver one. Here's the snap. Shuck hands it off. Touchdown, Oregon. That is Cyrus Habibi Likio. Great hole from the Oregon left side of the offensive line. And the Ducks retake the lead 37-34 with the extra point coming. So Oregon, even though they were faced with a couple of third downs on that drive, were able to convert on both of them and they regain the lead here in Corvallis is a seesaw beginning like we saw against Cal last week. 
Camden Lewis is on for the extra point for Oregon to make it a four-point game. The extra point is up, and it is good. 38-34, Oregon regains the lead. 8.27 to play in the fourth quarter in the Cascade Clash. Do not go anywhere. We will be right back with KBVR football. It's that time of year again, and Christmas Storybook Land in Albany is ready to boost your holiday spirit with our first ever scavenger hunt for our Storybook Land scenes in downtown Albany businesses. The scavenger hunt will take place until December 4th to allow for extra hunting time. If you find all six Storybook Land scenes, you'll be eligible for a prize. Be sure to share a selfie of you and your find in the scavenger hunt post on our Facebook page. Santa himself will announce the winners on December 5th. We thank you for all your tremendous support and look forward to seeing you next year. Vaping might be safer than smoking, but that doesn't mean it's totally safe. Did you know the long-term effects of vaping have not yet been fully documented? Products from companies like Juul contain addictive nicotine and haven't been reviewed or tested by the FDA. OSU students who want to join the Great American Smokeout and quit all nicotine products can get help here on campus for free. The folks at Student Health Services have the knowledge and the products to help students quit safely. For more information, call 541-737-9355. Welcome back to Corvallis. The Ducks lead the Beavers 38-34 with 8.27 to play in the fourth quarter. It's been a wild second half with the Beavers striking first in this half to cut it to to a five-point game. Ducks responded to make it a 12-point game. The Beavers scored after a fourth and three. Jamar Jefferson got a first down. Then Jebbius snuck it in to cut it to a five-point game on the ensuing Oregon possession. Tyler Shuck threw an interception to Nashawn Wright. The Beavers in two plays scored after a pass to Colby Taylor, then a run from Jamar Jefferson. The Beavers took the lead, but only briefly as the Ducks did not mess around on that last drive, started from their own 25. And Oregon marched downfield. They did. They were faced with a couple of third downs. They were faced with the third down, third and two. They converted that with a Travis Dye four-yard rush in their own territory. Beavers had a penalty that hurt them, and a late hit gave the, Be- the Ducks first and ten from the Oregon 30. But the Beavers had a chance to make a stop and force a what was likely would have been a field goal attempt from the Ducks. Beavers forced Oregon into a third and seven from the Beavers' 27-yard line in a big pickup from Oregon. The Beavers tried to bring some heat, but it was picked up by the Oregon offensive line. They found Hunter Campmoyer on a drag route down to the four, and the Ducks scored on second and goal off of a Cyrus Habibi Likio one-yard rush. And so where we stand right now after the extra point is made, Oregon leads Oregon State 38-34. to A lot of time left in this one. It's getting closer to crunch time. But the Beavers really looking to respond on this one, respond and then get a stop, and they'd be in a great position to win this game. Oregon with a stop here is putting themselves in a really good position to win this game. A lot to happen as we're about to kick off. Camden Lewis boots it away for Oregon. This one is going to be returned from the two by Champ Fleming. Fleming is across the 10, tries to get to the sideline, across the 20, across the 25, tries to get across the 25, tries to get near the 30, and he pushes his way out to the 30-yard line, so a good return from Champ Flemings. Instead of the 25-yard line from a touchback, the Beavers will start from their own 30, so a good return by Champ Flemings. Here comes the Beaver offense. Ducks lead 
38 to 34, 8.27 to play. Jamar Jefferson for the Beavs has 25 carries, 220 yards, two touchdowns. Jack Tristan Jebbia, 13 for 22, 171 yards. Colby Taylor has four receptions for 77 yards. Trevon Bradford, four receptions, 52 yards. 8.19 to play. Beavers down 38-34. First and 10 Beavers from their own 30. Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun. Jebbia takes the snap, fakes the handoff. Jebbia is looking long, hit as he throws, complete at the 40-yard line. Trevon Bradford makes a cut inside. Bradford brought down at the 43. Jebbia got licked as he threw that ball. He delivered a very good pass under pressure. Hopefully, Jebbia's not looking gimpy. He might be a little shook after he got crushed. But it is a first down and a pickup of 13 to Trevon Bradford. It was a deep drop that time from Jebbia. First and 10 Beavers from the Oregon 43-yard line. Jefferson is the halfback. Two wide receivers set. They motion Musgrave. Jebbia throws a screen pass, and that is Taylor. Taylor trying to make a move. Taylor cuts inside. Taylor near a first down. They're going to give it to him. They're going to give him actually a pretty generous spot. Pickup of 11 that time. Moves the sticks again for the Beavers. So two plays on this drive. Two first downs for the Beavers. Two plays, 24 yards, and the Beavers already in Oregon territory. First and 10 for Oregon State from the Oregon 46-yard line. This is a heart-wrenching game right now. 7.20 to play in the fourth. And the refs are momentarily stopping the game for a substitution. Ducks lead 38-34, first and 10 Beavers from the Oregon 46-yard line. Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun. Jamar Jefferson's the halfback. Jebbia takes the snap. Fakes the handoff, rolls out on a bootleg. They've got a tight end. That's Quatoriano. Quatoriano gets away from one man, tries to run over another. Great job from Quatoriano to break a tackle. Instead of a pickup of three, it's a pickup of seven. Down to the Oregon 38-yard line. 6.50 to play in the ballgame. Going to bring up second and two. They're actually going to give him eight yards on that one. Another pretty good spot for the Beavers if I do say to, I have to, have to admit myself. 6.35 to play in the game. Second and two Beavers from the Oregon 38. They have not run it yet on this drive. Jebbia in the shotgun. Hands it off to Jefferson. Jefferson fights forward for a yard. It's going to bring up third down and one. Oregon was ready. 6.20 to play in the ball game. Big play coming up here with third down and one for the Beavers from the Oregon 37-yard line. Let's see if the Beavers go back to Jefferson here. We'll see if Oregon stacks the box or if they try to cover for a pass. We'll see what the Beavers got up their sleeve here on third down and one. Six minutes to play. Third and one for the Beavers. Jebbia making a motion. Jebbia motions a tight end, Luke Musgrave. Jebbia, under center, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looking for Musgrave. The play is blown up. He fires. It's complete to Luke Musgrave. Great catch from Luke Musgrave. He dropped one in the first half that was costly. This is a much tougher play, and Musgrave makes it great throw from Tristan Jebbia. Moves the sticks for the Beavers on the rollout. Pick up a four on third and one. First and ten Beavers from the Oregon 34. 5.30 to play in the fourth quarter of the Cascade Clash. Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun. Jebbia takes the snap. Looks to throw. Pump fakes. Jebbia has all day to throw. He might just have to throw this one away, and he does throw it away. Wise decision from the young Tristan Jebbia there. 
That was great coverage from Oregon downfield. I think Oregon was trying to sit back a little bit in coverage that time instead of bringing a lot of pressure, and that'll bring up second down and 10. 5-17 to play in the ballgame of this bitter rivalry between Oregon and Oregon State. Second down and 10 for the Beavers from the Oregon 34-yard line. 5-17 to play in the ballgame. Jebbia in the eye formation. Jefferson's the halfback. Tristan Jebbia takes the snap, hands it off to Jefferson. Jefferson runs into his own man, and he picks up three yards on second down. This will bring up third down and seven for the Beavers. Jefferson desperately trying to slip through a bit of a hole. His own blocker was a little in front of him trying to create space. And now B.J. Baylor comes into the game for Jamar Jefferson. Third and seven for the Beavers. 4.53 to play here in the third quarter. Huge play coming up right here because the, the Beavers don't get a first down on this on third and fourth down. They might not be able to get the ball back even though they do have three timeouts. Jebbia in the shotgun on third down and seven. Jebbia takes the snap, looks to throw. Tristan Jebbia in a lot of trouble. Jebbia is going to look. He's got a man. He doesn't see him though. He had a man open on the other side of the field. He didn't throw it to him. And it's incomplete incomplete pass they are going to make mark that as an incomplete pass on the very late development of this play while Jebbia was rolling out he had a wide open Luke Musgrave it wouldn't have been an easy throw to make with Jebbia rolling to his right but now it is an all important fourth down and seven the Beavers have to go for 429 to play in the ball game potential decisive play right here Three wide receivers set. Oregon drops back into a nickel formation. Third, fourth and seven. Jebbia looks to throw. Jebbia steps up. Jebbia in trouble. He's going to run. He's got a first down and more inside the 20. First down, Beavers. Tristan Jebbia, his first run of the ball game is a huge one. Picks up 10 on fourth and seven. And boy, did he make that decision quickly. 4-13 to play in the fourth quarter of this one. First and 10 Beavers from the Oregon 18-yard line. Boy, do we have a good finish in store for you in Corvallis tonight. Four minutes to play. First and 10 Beavers from the Oregon 18-yard line. Jebbia in the eye. Jebbia fakes the pitch, rolls out. He doesn't have anyone open. He's gonna have to throw this one away. Oregon read that play well. They were looking on the rollout for Luke Musgrave again. And again, Oregon was all over that play call. Beavers have run that boot pat, that boot play a lot. They've run it. They ran it multiple times against Cal, eventually threw an interception against it after it worked a couple times. It's worked a little bit today, but a couple of times now. And on this drive, Oregon has been ready for it, and Jebby has had to throw it away. 3.45 to play in the fourth quarter. Ducks lead the Beavers 38-34. Second and 10 for the Beavers from Oregon's 18. Ducks stack in the box. Here's a handoff. Jefferson buried. Loss of a yard, maybe loss of two yards. Loss of two on the play. Oregon, it, for Oregon, I believe it was Noah Sewell. It was Noah Sewell burying Jefferson for a two-yard loss. They were all over that play call right there. And now the Beavs are faced with third down and 12. A lot of those run plays have not been working for the Beavers here in the second half. 3.15 to play in the game. 
Third and 12 for the Beavers. They will have two opportunities here because, of course, this is four-down territory. Jebbia in the shotgun, three wide receivers all to the left. Jebbia looks to throw. Jebbia fires complete, short of the first down. That's only going to be a pickup of six. It will make it an easier fourth down. 2.56 to play in the ballgame. Trevon Bradford made the catch there. And this is going to bring up, they're going to call it a gain of five. Fourth and seven for the Beavers. They converted on fourth and seven a minute ago. Not as much room this time now as they're at the Oregon 15-yard line. Huge play coming up here. Tegan Quatoriano checks in for Luke Musgrave for the Beavers. 2.30 to play in the ballgame. Fourth and seven for the Beavers. In the Cascade Clash, fourth and seven from the Duck 15. Jebbia takes the snap. Jebbia looks to throw. Jebbia fires. Incomplete. Great defense from the Oregon Ducks. It was broken up by Diamador Lenore. Just great, great defense from Oregon that time. They were The Beavers were thinking they might have had Jeremiah Jefferson out of the backfield on a rollout. They didn't really have him. It was covered very well by Oregon. And the Ducks will take over first and 10 from the, their own 15-yard line. There's 2.18 to play in the game. It's not over yet. The Beavers have three timeouts. Don't go anywhere. We will be back with KBVR Sports. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions.oregonstate.edu. Welcome back to Corvallis. The Ducks lead the Beavers 38-34 with 2.18 to play in the ballgame. A good drive from the Beavers there, but Oregon makes the stop on 4th and 7, and the Ducks take over at their own 15-yard line. So a productive drive from the Beavers, but a field goal was not an option at this point in the game. And so Oregon can have a chance to run out the clock. The Beavers have two timeouts. The Ducks will need a cu- at least one first down, maybe more like two. There's 218 to play in the ballgame. And even though the Ducks are trying to run the clock out, I wouldn't at all be surprised if they open up their playbook here to just try and get some first downs. It's been a very exciting second half. The Ducks lead the Beavers 38 to 34. As I mentioned, Oregon likely going to try and just pick up first downs any way they can to ice this game and run the clock out. On the ensuing drives of this quarter, the Beavers took the lead after an interception from Deshaun Wright. Jamar Jefferson ran it in from the two, which gave the Beavers the lead. And then Oregon, on their next drive, marched down the field. They were faced with a third and seven from the Beaver 27, but picked up a big play with a tight end drag route, set up first and goal. The Ducks scored a couple of plays later to take the lead. So the Ducks took a 38-34 lead. And then with a couple, um, and then they gave the ball back to the Beavers, leading 38-34. And the Beavers had a good drive. They needed to get in the end zone. Oregon's defense stood tall there. And the Ducks lead 38-34 with 2.18 to play in the, fourth, in the fourth quarter of the Cascade Clash. So the Beavers need a stop <laughs> to keep the game alive. First and 10 Ducks 
from their own 15. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun on first and 10. Shuck takes the hand, no, takes the snap, hands it off to Die. Die doesn't get very far. He gets two yards on the dive play up the middle. Nothing fancy from Oregon that time. I might expect that they would open up the playbook a little more once they get to second right now, and then if they eventually get to third down. So that is a timeout from the Beavers. We will be back in 30 seconds with KBVR football. KBVR TV, something different every time. You don't know what you're going to get because we don't know what we're going to give you. Art, music, sports, games, geeks, and more. Every week, every night, KBVR TV. For more, check us out on Facebook at KBVR TV, on Twitter at KBVR TV One, or on Instagram at KBVR TV. Second and se- uh, second and eight for the Ducks from their own seventeen. Ducks trying to run out the clock. They need a couple of first downs. Second and eight for the Ducks. Tyler Shuck is in the shotgun. Shuck. Hands it off. No, he's going to keep it, and he's met immediately. Avery Roberts not buying that one. Beavers make a stop with 2.09 to play, and the Beavers will take their second timeout. Huge third down and eight coming up after the timeout. Tyler Shuck kept the ball. They they did a hand. Oregon has a lot of options on those handoff run options as it's just as equal opportunity that Tyler Shuck has the ball as the halfback Travis Dye does. I thought Die had it. That time, Shuck had it. A lot of Beavers thought Die had it. Luckily, Avery Roberts and Omar Spates were not fooled, and they were there to meet Shuck at the line of scrimmage. Huge play coming up right here. 209 to play in the ball game. Third down and eight for the Ducks from their own 17. A first down would almost put the game on ice. I expect that Oregon's going to do anything they can here, even if that includes passing the football. They don't care about the time right now. They just need a first down. Third and eight. Crowd's getting loud, the virtual crowd. Third down and eight. Habibi Likio is the running back. Tyler Shuck is in the shotgun. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Here comes pressure. Shuck in trouble. Shuck throws incomplete. The Beavers are going to get the football back with 2.05 to play in the game as the defense holds strong and forces an Oregon punt. Fourth down and eight for the Ducks. Anjay Hughes-Murray applying pressure there. Great coverage from the Beavers that time. Tom Snee, the Australian, is on to punt for the Ducks. From pretty deep, the punter Snee standing at his own three. Trevon Bradford's at the Beavers' 44-yard line. 2.05 to play. I wouldn't imagine Oregon would try anything fancy here, and they do not. They punted away Bradford is going to move forward, and he's going to let this one bounce. It does take an Oregon hop. Bradford smartly fields it, and he's brought down at the Oregon State 47-yard line. Pretty good field position. It's coming down to the wire in the Cascade Clash. 1.55 to play in the ball game. The Ducks lead the Beavers 38-34 to with 1.55 to play in the game. Have what has been a great cascade clash rivalry game here comes the beaver offense a touchdown likely wins the game a field goal does nothing as the beavers are down by four here comes the oregon defense first and ten beavers from their own 47 
Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun. 1.55 to play. Jamar Jefferson's the halfback. I doubt he's going to come out again. Jebbia takes the snap, drops back to throw. Jebbia fires. Receiver fell down. Incomplete. Nothing illegal there. Intended for Trevon Bradford. It looks like he just fell down. Considering he fell, it's a good thing for the Beavers. That one wasn't picked off as it was right where Bradford would have been had he stayed on his feet. It was pretty good coverage that time from D'Amador Lenore. Second and 10 for the Beavers from their own 27, from their own 47-yard line, excuse me. Jebbia in the shotgun on second and 10. Jebbia takes the snap, looks to throw. Jebbia fires, that's complete. Just Trevon Bradford, who has a first down inside the Oregon 45, down to the Duck 41-yard line. Trevon Bradford, after falling down the previous play, has a great run after catch. 143. Beavers shouldn't be in too much of a hurry here. They don't want to leave Oregon with any time. Jebbia looks to throw. Jebbia fires. That's complete to Bradford again. Another first down for the Beavers. To the Oregon 30-yard line. Things are getting intense in the Cascade Clash. 133 to play. Beavers hustling the line. I'm a little surprised. Jebbia looks to throw. Jebbia fires. Looking for the end zone. Incomplete. Excellent. Excellent coverage that time. There is a flag on the play. I'm not sure what this is. We'll check the flag. This is an ineligible receiver downfield on the Beavers. This will be a five-yard penalty. So I know it's only five yards. That could be costly. However, actually, Oregon might decline this because that would bring up second, first and 15 instead of second on 10. So that's an ineligible receiver. And the Ducks are going to accept the penalty. That's not necessarily bad news from the Beavers because now they have first and 15 instead of second and 10. Choose what you want. Beavers have first and 15. 124 to play in the ball game. First and 15 for the Beavers from their own 35. From the, from the Oregon 35. Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun. Jebbia takes the snap and looks to throw. Jebbia fires. He's got a man. It is caught. First down, Beavers, to the Oregon 19. That is Colby Taylor again. Colby Taylor has been huge today. Timeout, Oregon. No, it's not a timeout. We're going to have a review. There is a bit of question as to whether or not that ball was caught by Colby Taylor. I, I can't see very well from the Jumbotron. It's, it's close. I'm, I'm not going to be a lot of help here. From what I saw, I couldn't see anything definitive, but they can see a lot better than I can from up here in the press box. If it stands, the Beavers will have first down and 10 from the Oregon 19-yard line with 116 to play. If it is called an incompletion, the Beavers will have the Beavers will have second and 15 from their own from the Ducks 35 yard line. That was complete to Colby Taylor and they just confirmed the ruling. First down and 10 for the Beavers from the Ducks 19. Beavers desperately trying to get in the end zone and win the Cascade Clash and beat their arch rival, the Oregon Ducks. They've reset the clock to one minute, 18 seconds. Get some stats here. Colby Taylor made that last catch. Taylor has six receptions for 104 yard for 104 yards today. They're going to move Taylor back one yard. It's still a first down for Oregon State. First and 10 Beavers from the Oregon 20. 
Things coming down to the wire here in Corvallis. Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun. Jamar Jefferson's the halfback. Jebbia takes the snap, fakes the handoff. Jebbia fires to Jefferson. Jefferson makes the catch and slips, unfortunately. He probably wouldn't have gotten too far anyways. It's going to be second and seven for the Beavers. Beavers not in a hurry here. There's a minute four left to play in the ball game. And we have whistles. Now they're, they just stopped the clock momentarily. Now they're going to run it again. Second and eight for the Beavers. Minute to play. Good jump. Jebbia fires. Complete. First down. Kobe Taylor stays on his feet. He wrestles his way down to the six-yard line. First and goal, Beavs from the six. And we're going to have to stop the game here. There's an injured Oregon duck. I, that is Kayvon Thibodeau, one of the best defensive linemen in the country. So we will have an injury timeout here. There is 53 seconds to play in the fourth quarter of the Cascade Clash. The Oregon Ducks lead the Oregon State Beavers 38-34. to The Beavers have first down and goal from Oregon's six-yard line. Do not go anywhere. This is one of the best cascade clashes I've seen in my entire lifetime. The Beaver offense is coming back out into the field already. They want to get this thing going. They like the rhythm they're in right now. I'm a little surprised the Ducks aren't taking a timeout. They might want to save it in case Oregon State does, in fact, score here. First and goal, Beavers, from the Oregon 6. Tristan Jebbia in the shotgun for the Beavs. Jefferson's the halfback. Jebbia takes the snap, hands off Jefferson. Jefferson goes up the middle. He picks up four yards down to the Oregon two-yard line, so a good gain from Jamar Jefferson. 40 seconds to play, and the clock is running. Oregon is going to take their first time out of the half. That's not entirely surprising given the circumstances. So the Beavers are going to have second down and goal from the Oregon two-yard line. We will be back in 30 seconds, KBVR football. Hey yo, this is Tenen. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach from Portugal, the man, and you're listening to KBVR 88.7. Welcome back to Corvallis. I'm your host, Ben Paul, with Orange Media Network and KBVR. Second and goal for the Beavers from the Oregon 2. Beavers looking to take the lead. 43 seconds to play in the fourth quarter of the Cascade Clash. What will Brian Lindgren and Jonathan Smith draw up here? Oregon changes their defensive formation from what we last saw. Jebbia sneaks it! Jebbia is close to the goal line! He's down near it. No signal yet. I thought he got in. They're going to mark him just short. I thought Tristan Jebbia might have gotten into the end zone. And I think the Beavers want this to be reviewed. The refs are conversing here. I think this might be a touchdown. The refs are sorting something out right here. Waiting for a, a word from the refs. The previous play is under further review. They're going to see if Tristan Jebbia got into the end zone. It was awfully close. I think Jebbia might have made it. It was close. We'll see if we have a good enough angle. I can't tell from the look on the Jumbotron right now. I thought that Jebbia might have been across. And it's oh so close. I think that's a touchdown. Can they overturn it? I'm not entirely sure. 
I'm going to be giving you guys updates. Here's a different angle that I'm seeing. And there's no way Jebby is not across. That looks like he definitely is into the end zone. For me, to me, it definitely looks like Tristan is into the end zone, which would give the Beavers the lead with 22 seconds left to play. If not, it'll be third and goal from the inch line, and the Beavers could do the quarterback sneak again. They've had a lot of luck on quarterback sneaks last week and this week. The longer the review, the better for the Beavers probably because that probably means there's a higher chance they're going to overturn this one. Not sure if there is definitive evidence. It's really upsetting that that wasn't called a touchdown on the field because then this would be a touchdown for sure because they couldn't reverse it the other way. They are going to take a long look at this one. If this stands, the Beavers will have third down and goal from the one-inch line of Oregon. 22 seconds to play in the first quarter. If you're just now joining us or you've taken a break, the Ducks lead the Beavers 38-34 to with 22 seconds to play in the fourth quarter of the Cascade Clash. The Beavers, if this call stands, the Beavers will have third down and goal from the Oregon one-inch line. They are taking a long review at this. Here is the call. We'll see if they can overturn it. And it stands. Oregon State will be charged with their third timeout. Third down and goal from the one-inch line. So that is a tough break for the Beavers. And now the Beavers, I think they said that was the Beavers' final timeout. I thought the Beavers had one timeout remaining. So it's unfortunate for the Beavers. They're a tough break as they do not get into the end zone. Third down and goal from the one-inch line. They've reset the clock to 36 seconds. So the Beavers are out of timeouts. I thought that they were reviewing that. The refs were reviewing that on their own time. They are going to charge the Beavers with a timeout, which is big if the Beavers don't get it here on third down and goal. We'll see if the Beavers just try to sneak it again with Jebbia. They're talking to Jonathan Smith on the field right now. Jonathan Smith is trying to say, he's trying to plead his case and say, we should not get charged with a timeout there. And they said that they were reviewing this on their own accord. Therefore, Jonathan Smith should not be charged with a timeout. And the Beavers should still have that timeout left. 36 seconds to play in the ball game. Refs are still talking to Jonathan Smith. Smith is out on the field right now trying to get that timeout back. We'll see. It, the, the, the ref said before the review that prior to a timeout, this play is under further review. So Smith has a great case. He should not be charged with a timeout here. But high drama here in the Cascade Clash. The Ducks lead 38-34 to 34 with 36 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. The Beavers are going to have third down and goal from the Oregon one-inch line. The Beavers basically just need to move forward. They're sending Jebbia over to the sideline right now. Smith is still talking. Smith leaves. He doesn't look happy right now. The Beavers are not going to get that timeout back. Now they're going to explain what's happening to the Oregon coaches. I, I just don't know what's going on right here. A lot of sorting out to do. Upsetting that they did not give the Beavers a touchdown. It seemed like they might have had it. But it was very close. It was nothing like the Jamar Jefferson call 
against Washington a couple weeks ago. Waiting for a word from the refs. I'm not sure they're, if they're going to announce it. They're going to reset the game clock to 40 seconds. Oregon is going to be charged with their second timeout of the half. A lot going on here. Oregon is taking a timeout to not be charged the 10-second runoff. Oregon wants as much time as possible if Oregon State scores here. Oh, goodness gosh almighty. Lot to sort out in the Cascade Clash. Oregon now has one timeout. Just super high drama here with 40 seconds to play in the ball game. Third and goal for the Beavs from the Oregon one-inch line, 40 seconds to play. We'll see what the Beavers do if they're going to try to sneak it again. Here we go, Jebbia under center, third and goal from the inch line. Jebbia takes the snap. Jebbia! I thought he got in again! It looked like he got in. They're not going to give it to him. Jebbia, it looked like he got into the end zone. Oregon takes their third and final timeout. There was an offsides on Oregon that wasn't called again. This was very close. They're not going to, maybe Jebbia actually was short on that one. It's going to be fourth and goal for the Beavers, and we have an injured Beaver on the field. 36 seconds to play. So Jebbia did not quite get in there. There was another offsides from Oregon that the, 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 the referees missed again. Just on. What's up? The referees missed it again, and there's 36 seconds to play. It was the right call. Jebbia does not look like he got into the end zone or definitely can't overturn it. The Ducks lead the Beavers 38-34 to with 36 seconds to play. It's going to be fourth and goal for the Beavers from the Oregon one-inch line. High drama here in the Cascade Clash. There's an injured beaver being attended to. I, I think that it's, I, I don't know who it is. I think it might be number three for the beavers. If that's the case, no, it's not number three because number three is Tristan Jebbia. That is not Tristan Jebbia who's down. They're reviewing this, but I just don't see how they can overturn the call on the field. I'm sure that this is going to stand. If they didn't overturn the last one, I really doubt that they are going to overturn this call. There's 36 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Oregon needs to make one more stop from the Beaver one-inch line. I wouldn't be surprised if the Beavers went with a quarterback sneak one more time. Ruling is confirmed. Not only does it stand, the ruling is confirmed. And this might... I can't tell if that is Tristan Jebbia who's hurt because they're warming up Chance Nolan. Chance Nolan is getting snaps. I think that Tristan Jebbia is the injured man for the Beavers, which is huge. So that's twice Jebbia might have gotten into the end zone. The refs marked him short. It was very tough to see. I, I will be honest there. It was very tough to make that call. I thought Jebbia got in on the last one. He probably did, but it was very close. So you can't make a call. Neither team with a timeout left. It's going to be fourth down and goal 
for the Beavers from the Oregon one-inch line. Chance Nolan is going to have to take the snap for the Beavers as Tristan Jebbia is hurt. Jebbia looking pretty gimpy. He hobbles off the sideline. Here we go. Fourth and goal for the one-inch line from the from the one-inch line for the Beavers. Chance Nolan is going to come in. Let's see what he's got on his first play as an Oregon State Beaver. All on the line right here. Let's see if the Beavers give it to Jamar Jefferson. Fourth and goal. Chance Nolan under center. That's offsides from Oregon. Seemed pretty clear that was offsides. The refs are going to converse. Does not seem like that was a false start. This seems like offsides. And it is offsides on Oregon. So that will move half the distance, which is hardly going to make any difference. It stays at fourth down and goal. Now instead of from the one-inch line, it's from maybe the one-centimeter line. So it's coming down to one centimeter in the Cascade Clash. Oregon making a ton of noise on the sideline. Chance Nolan under center. Nolan takes the snap. Nolan is into the end zone! Touchdown, Beavers! The Beavers take the lead with 33 seconds to play in the Cascade Clash. No question about this one. The Oregon State Beavers have taken the lead. Can you believe what you are seeing in the Cascade Clash? Chance Nolan, his first ever play as an Oregon State Beaver, could be one of the most legendary plays of all time. It's not over yet. 33 seconds to play in the game. Everett Hayes is on for the extra point. Might I add a very important extra point. It would make it a three-point game, so hold your breath here. With 33 seconds left, Oregon has plenty of time to get into field goal range. Oregon jumped off sides. There's the flag for off sides. The extra point is up and the extra point is no good, but this is off sides on Oregon, <laughs> so the Beavers will get to try it again. Everett Hayes missed it, but it's off sides on the Ducks, and Hayes will get one more try. High, high drama here in the Cascade Clash. Tristan Jebbia got hurt trying to sneak it in on third down and goal. Chance Nolan did the deed for him. Chance Nolan came in in his first ever play for the Oregon State Beavers, snuck it in on fourth and goal from the one-inch line to give the Beavers the lead with 33 seconds to play. Second try, the extra point. High snap, kick is up, looks good. It's good. Big extra point there from Everett Hayes. The Beavers lead the Ducks 41-38 to with 33 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. We will be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to KBVR Football. If doctors told us that we'd made a breakthrough on COVID-19, we would rejoice. We'd feel hope that we could live our lives again, get back to work, back to doing what we want. While masks are a ticket to that freedom. We can help protect others and save lives by covering our noses and mouths, which is how the virus mainly spreads. Until there's a vaccine, grab the breakthrough that's already here. When we're out, it's masks on. A message to help keep you safe. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to Corvallis. Incredibly high drama here in the Cascade Clash, the 124th meeting between the Ducks and Beavers. The Beavers have just taken the lead, 41-38 to over the Oregon Ducks with 33 seconds to play 
The Beavers snuck it in on fourth down and goal from the one-inch line in an incredibly clutch quarterback sneak from Chance Nolan. 33 seconds to play in the game. Caleb Lightborn will be kicking off. The Ducks do not have any timeouts. I'm sure the Ducks will try to get in field goal range. 33 seconds to play here. And Luke, uh, note, this is a squib kick. It's a great kick. And Oregon might not even get this. Verone McKinley gets it at the 25, so very well executed by the Beavers. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. 32 seconds to play in the Cascade Clash. The Oregon State Beavers lead the number ninth-ranked Oregon Ducks 41-38. to The Beavers just 33 seconds away from their first win against the Ducks since 2016. They've only won one of the last 11 meetings. This would be huge. This would be the Beavers' first win against a ranked team since 2014. Beavers 41, Ducks 38, 32 seconds to play. First and 10 Ducks from their own 27. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Tyler Shuck looks to throw. Tyler Shuck in a lot of trouble. He fires. This is complete for a short gain. Number two trying to get out of bounds. He breaks a tackle, and he gets to the sideline. That's a pretty good play for... Well, a pretty good gain by number two, Devon Williams. Because if he would have gotten tackled in bounds there, it would have been disastrous for Oregon. There's 24 seconds left. Second down and two for Oregon from the Oregon 31-yard line. Can the Beaver defense come up with a stop? 24 seconds to play in the ball game. Second and two for the Ducks from their own 31. Tyler Shuck takes the snap. Tyler Shuck looks to throw. Tyler Shuck is in a lot of trouble. Shuck steps up. He's going to loft this one downfield, and it's incomplete. He was looking for Jalen Red. Would have been a huge gain, but Red was double covered. Good coverage by the Beavers there. Third and two for Oregon from their own 31. There is 16 seconds left to play in the fourth quarter. Field goal range here, you're looking, you, you, you got to get to at least the 35-yard line of Oregon State. So Oregon's got a mile to go to get in field goal range. First and foremost, they got to convert this third down. No, no timeouts for either team. Third and two for the Ducks from their own 31. Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Habibi Lee is the back. Shuck takes the snap, looks to throw. Heavy pressure coming. Shuck's being chased down. They throw it. It is... Incomplete. No flags on the field. No flags. It'll be fourth down and two for the Oregon Ducks with nine seconds to play in the ball game. Great coverage from the Beavers that time. And the virtual crowd absolutely losing their mind. Fourth and two for the Beavers. This could be a historic moment in Oregon State football history. They could beat the number nine ranked Oregon Ducks right here. Fourth and two for the Ducks from the Oregon 31 yard line. Fourth and two, Tyler Shuck in the shotgun. Tyler Shuck takes the snap and looks to throw. Tyler Shuck fires, that's complete. The Ducks are gonna have to try and do lateral miracles and the ball is loose. The Beavers pick it up. He should just go down. He does. The Oregon State Beavers have beaten the Oregon Ducks. If there was a crowd, they would be storming the field right now. The Beavers have beaten the ninth-ranked Oregon Ducks. Tears of joy on the Oregon State sideline. Can you believe 
what you have just seen in Corvallis, Oregon here tonight. The final score, the Oregon State Beavers 41, the number ninth ranked Oregon Ducks 38. The Beavers make the play on fourth down and two as the Ducks needed to do a miracle lateral. They do not get it. The Beavers recover the football. A backflip pulled off in celebration by Akili Arnold, starting safety for the Beavers. Jonathan Smith gets his biggest win by far as an Oregon State football coach. Can you believe what you're seeing here tonight? The final score, the Beavers 41, the Ducks 38. We will be back in one minute for a post-game show. Don't go anywhere. Do you like art? How about photography, poetry, or storytelling? Well, PRISM has a place for you. PRISM is the arts and literary journal here at OSU, and we are always accepting student submissions for art from people of all interests, backgrounds, and majors. Find the entry form on our blog, orangemedianetwork.com slash prism, or reach out to us at prism at oregonstate.edu, or find us on social media at OSU Prism. See you soon. Hey, you're tuned in to KBVR-FM, Oregon State's student-run, student-operated radio station. The number one place for people with a passion for music to come, get together, and share that passion with the world. Whoa, the whole world. The whole world. Yeah, hopefully they're listening to something else. Should I cancel my audition for American Idol? You might want to think about it. If doctors told us that we'd made a breakthrough on COVID-19, we would rejoice. We'd feel hope that we could live our lives again, get back to work, back to doing what we want. While masks are a ticket to that freedom, we can help protect others and save lives by covering our noses and mouths, which is how the virus mainly spreads. Until there's a vaccine, grab the breakthrough that's already here. When we're out, it's masks on. A message to help keep you safe. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Do you want to keep up with everything from KBVR-FM? On our Twitter, at KBVR underscore FM, you can talk with your favorite DJ, stay up on the latest from our music blog, and let us know what you've been listening to. We care about what you have to say here at your college station. 88.7 FM, KBVR, Corvallis. Hello, welcome everybody back to Corvallis, Oregon. We just witnessed one of the greatest... uh, cascade clashes in history the final score the oregon state beavers defeat the number nine ranked oregon ducks 41 to 38 the bad news for the beavers is that tristan jebbia out here celebrating with his teammates is on crutches he tried to sneak it in on third and goal didn't quite get there but also what happened is that now he is he's hurt chance nolan came in his Ultimately, one of the huge heroes of the game for the Beavers. His first snap is a Beaver. Chance Nolan sneaks it in. One from an inch out gets a yard across the goal line and gives the Beavers the lead, a lead which they held on to with the defense making a stop. One of a very emotional night here for Jonathan Smith in the Oregon State Beavers football program. After starting the season 0-2, the Beavers are now 2-2 on the year. All things considered, the Beavers actually are not out of the running for a Pac-12 championship potentially. Oregon would need to lose again. Washington 
would need to lose twice. So it is still an uphill climb, but the Beavers win the Cascade Clash. And now let's go back over the course of what was a wild game. If you go back to the very start, Oregon on their opening drive, scoring a touchdown um, with, I believe it was, I believe it was, it was Jalen Red off of a reverse. Beavers didn't tackle to the ground, and that cost him. Their Ducks took a 7-0 lead on the first handoff on his first carry of the game. Jamar Jefferson for Oregon State took it 82 yards to the house. Second week in a row, he's done that. Beavers tied that one up. And then on the Ducks' ensuing drive, they come down the field. Tyler Shuck runs into the end zone off, a, off of a QB keeper. Ducks take a 14-7 lead. Beavers make a big stop a couple drives later with a sack. Beavers only had one sack in the game. It was by Andre Hughes-Murray. Beavers got the ball back, got a field goal, make it 14-10. Beaver offense did stall a little after that. And then late in the first half, the Beavers went for on fourth and three from their own 44, did not get it. And that seemed to be a big momentum shift. The Ducks had it before the half from the Beaver 44. The Beavers did make a big stop on defense, holding Oregon to a field goal, so it went into halftime 24-13. Beavers got the ball to start the second half. We're forced three and out, but then the Beaver defense forced the Ducks to go three and out. And the Beavers got a great punt return from Trevon Bradford, ended up scoring a touchdown on that possession. Zariah Beeson with the touchdown reception from Tristan Jebbia. And then later on in the second half, the Ducks did extend their lead to 12 at one point. The Beavers, though, striking back. It was fourth and three to start the fourth quarter. Jefferson ran it for five yards down to the Oregon one. Tristan Jevia snuck it in. And then after that, the Beavers, after the Beavers had cut it to just five points, the Ducks on the ensuing possession, Tyler Shuck threw an interception to Sean Wright with the interception for Oregon State. The Beavers took just two plays after setting up at the Ducks' 33-yard line. Took, they took just two plays uh, to find the end zone, a big pass from Jebby to Colby Taylor. And then Jamar Jefferson ran it in to give the Beavers the lead. Beavers converted on a two-point conversion. Jebby ran that one in himself on a design QB run out of the shotgun to give the Beavers a three-point lead. Ducks on their next position did face a couple of third downs, but had a great drive in Oregon was able to find the end zone with Cyrus Habibi Likio, a half-yard rush, gave the Ducks the lead. Beavers, on their next drive, had a great possession, but were stopped at 4th and 7 from the Duck 15, threw it incomplete. And at that point, the things were looking very good for the Oregon Ducks, who had the ball from their own 15 with 2.30 left to play. The Beavers had three very important timeouts, and the Beavers made a stop, forcing Oregon to punt. Beavers got the ball back from their own 47-yard line. And then on a great drive, came down to literally a centimeter in this ball game. Ducks made a couple of stops when Tristan Jebbia tried to sneak it in. Chance Nolan, after, after Tristan Jebbia got hurt, Chance Nolan came in for the Beavers, and he is the hero ultimately today. I mean, not taking any credit away from Jamar Jefferson, 29 carries for 226 yards and two touchdowns. Average seven and a half, seven point eight yards a carry. Talk about an absolute monster of a running back, Jermar Jefferson. But Chance Nolan had not played a down of Division Division One football. Comes into the game with all eyes on him, needing to make the rush. Good push from the Beaver O line, and Nolan makes the play of the game. Finds his way into the end zone. Beavers take a lead, forty-one thirty-eight. 
The Ducks had one more chance. They had fourth and two from their own 27. Weren't able to do anything with it after, as they had to throw it and make a bunch of laterals. Beavers jumped on the football once the ball got loose from the laterals, and that capped off a hectic night here in Corvallis, Oregon, a game Beaver fans will never forget. Not only is it a win against the Oregon Ducks, it's a win against the number nine ranked Oregon Ducks. First time the Beavers have beaten a ranked Oregon team since the 2007 Civil War in Eugene, Oregon, with a James Rogers fly sweep to win that game. This is the first Beaver win against a ranked team since the Beavers beat number six Arizona State right here in 2014. So that would also prove to be the Beavers' last win against a top 10 team. Another uh, big one to add for the Beavers' resume of top 10 wins in 2006, they beat number one. They beat number three USC here at Reeser. In 2007, they beat number two Cal on the road in Berkeley. 2008, of course, they beat number one USC in here at Reeser Stadium. 2009, they beat number nine Arizona on the road. Bit of a stalling after that, but the Beavers with its win over number six Arizona State in 2014. And here tonight, Oregon's ranked number ninth in the AP poll, and the Beavers. Take them down, 41-38. The Beavers never had the lead for the first time until the fourth quarter. Beavers down by as many as 12 points at one point in the second half. And to, to look at the overall stats, the Beavers' defense, it wasn't perfect throughout the game. However, it made the stops when they were most important, and the offense does its job and is able to cap it off with Chance Nolan there. We'll really hope Tristan Jebbia is okay. Speaking of which, Jebbia threw for 23 for 263 yards and a touchdown today he was 23 of 37 through the air jamar jefferson as i mentioned 29 carries 226 yards two touchdowns jefferson also had two receptions for nine yards so incredible game from jamar jefferson trevon bradford had two receptions for two rushes for 14 yards bradford had eight receptions for 93 yards so big game a huge game from trevon bradford colby taylor seven receptions 114 yards so Bradford and Taylor leading the way for the Beavers uh, in receiving great games from both of them. One sack from each team. If we're going to look at total yards, the Beavers outgained the Ducks in total yards by quite a bit, 532 to 468. If that total was 531, the Ducks would have won this ball game. But that one rush, rushing yard chance Nolan was able to get puts the Beavers over the edge here. Some Beavers still out on the field soaking in. The, this this incredible victory for them. The Ducks did beat the Beavers in average yards per play. Beavers had more penalty yards as well. Ducks did have more passing yards, 285. However, the Beavers had 269 rush yards compared to Oregon's 183. Tyler Shuck, the first-year starting quarterback for Oregon, was 20 of 31 for 285 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions as well. Travis Dye. Had 12 carries for 93 yards for the Ducks. Jalen Red, that one end around and a touchdown, 37 yards. C.J. Verdell, I think, probably got injured because we hardly saw him in the second half. He finished with nine carries for 36 yards. Cyrus Habibi Likio had four rushes for 11 yards and a touchdown for the Oregon Ducks. Devin Williams, who was initially committed to Oregon State, led the Ducks in receiving four receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Some Beavers now rolling around at midfield, soaking in 
this victory. They are going to be partying till midnight tonight, I can assure you. One of the great wins in the history of the Oregon State football program. Again, this will just about wrap up the postgame. In a seesaw game, the Beavers never gave up fight, and they're rewarded with a huge victory over their arch rival, the Oregon Ducks. The Ducks will move to 3-1 and one on the year, and their, their chances at the college football playoff all but squashed with that loss here in Reeser Stadium to the Oregon State Beavers. The Beavers improved to 2-2 two and two on the year. After two tough losses to start the season, they are not dead yet in the Pac-12 North standings. The Beavers will play at Utah next week. And remember, this is only a Friday night. A lot of games to come tomorrow. We got some piggyback rides from the Oregon State players. Hopefully we got, don't have any injuries here. A lot of horns honking, honking outside of Reeser Stadium. The fans know what this victory means. The final score, the Beavers 41, the number nine Oregon Ducks 38. The Beavers with a huge win today in Corvallis. My name is Ben Paul with Orange Media Network and KBVR. Thanks a lot for joining us for this incredible game tonight. I am Ben Paul signing off. Hey, yo, this is Tenen. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Tune in. It's that time of year again, and Christmas Storybook Land in Albany is ready to boost your holiday spirit with our first ever scavenger hunt for our Storybook Land scenes in downtown Albany businesses. The scavenger hunt will take place until December 4th to allow for